This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. Right now on JList.com, they have their May snack boxes available. So if you want to eat like a Japanese person and enjoy all of your favorite Japanese snacks while you watch anime, which is a, a simultaneous miracle, I might, I might add, you can go to JList.com forward slash box and get their May snack boxes. They've got Kalabi potato chips, bourbon, rum, raisin cake, glico, kadu, edamame, lote, chewing gum, uh, fuji, dole, dessert, candy, mango flavor, gochi, gummy, kiwi, and about seven or eight other crazy snacks that you'll get. No subscription required, so head over to jlist.com. Did you say bourbon? I did. Oh my. Yummy. You've been going through this situation for a long time. You kind of understand what's going on. And yet he still doesn't deal with it and still acts like a child. And it's like, you need to man up. Like, you've, you've been going through this for a long time now. Yeah. Figure it out, dude. Dude you, dude, you just made a criticism about a character who no. manned up. And then no. another character no, 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 you no. bitched because he no, didn't No, 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 no. <laughs> There's a why huge... Man, why don't you man up and admit that you are contradicting yourself? No, I'm not. You there's just a, did. There's a vast chasm of difference between their characters. Himself? No, I didn't. You bitched because one character manned no. up and another character There's didn't. a difference between not acting like a baby and being, like, the most intelligent... Ciao, everyone. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Guess who's back? Back again. The addicts are back, bitches. That's right. Tell a friend. Yes. <laughs> That's right. The anime addicts are back for the 366th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. We are here with one mission. That's right. And that mission is to make, make your, your anime, anime addiction, addiction worse. worse. Oh, That's it. Feels so good. So, so good. Wait, wait. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> Awesome. Rick and Morty, since yeah, he's yeah, back. I know. I just want to... So my name is Kazuo, <laughs> and I am joined here by two of my very best friends, Mitsugi. What's up, buddy man? What's going on? And Kimiko. The three best friends that anybody <laughs> could have. Of course, uh, you can find us anytime on our website, aapodcast.com, uh, also on iTunes and any other podcast service that you use, yep. as well as YouTube, where we stream live every Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you head over to the website, you can get access to our additional content. Oh, yes. So if you're interested in that, we have hentai episodes. We're going to do one of those later today. Hobby addicts. Naughty. Oh, we are? Yeah. <laughs> we, did a, we did a hobby addicts before the show as well. We, we did after parties. We, we did a hobby addicts on Persona 5. That's true. So you can get all that additional content over on our website, aapodcast.com. Sign up, create an account, and give us your monies. On the website, you can also see what we're doing on each of the next four podcast episodes. That's true. So if you're curious about what's coming up in the future, we have all that for you. So head over there and, and uh, take a peek. Do you want to know what we're doing on this episode? Yeah, I do. We're doing our spring 2017 anime picks. God. 
<laughs> well, I was a little late with that little, draw. Yeah, you're, you're a little slow on the draw. Oh, shit. There you go. Okay. All right, you got to get warmed back up. No big deal. Yeah, We've been yeah, gone for a couple. We're falling weeks. back into the flow of things, guys. It's, give us, give us a. Sec. It's been a while. So, so we're gonna we're gonna go over our picks for the 2017 spring season of anime. We're also gonna be doing a review on Ajin Two, yes. season two. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm so Ajin. excited for that review. And we'll also have a little uh, an extra special Kazuo's catch up. <laughs> so stick around for that. Oh, we're gonna have some. We're gonna we're gonna tell some really corny jokes. And cause it was catch up. What? What? Yeah, because your drop has a really absurdly corny. Oh joke God, in it. that drop is. I, love I that. can't believe we still have that drop. Well, you wanted it, so I, I, mean, I, I we found it. Jeez, we need something better than that for sure. Well, you can't change your mind now. That's well. I, I should add that next week we'll be doing. We'll, we'll we'll be talking about our Japan trip, which obviously was awesome. Oh my God! But for now, we have to get the picks in because the season already started. So yeah, we can't really wait. Oh. I already started watching some of my shows. Yeah, there's some good ones. So, and we're going to be having little interviews with the people that came with us. I want to call them in on the, on Skype, on the Skype, the Skype, on the Skype Skype and, uh, have them, you know, tell us what their favorite things were or how, you know, horrible Mitsugi's sense of direction is and, Mm. and, you know, all, you know, all the, all those fun things. See how traumatized they are by seeing your balls. Yeah. That. I'm still traumatized. But before we get into that, (laughs) it's time for. You and I went on a bro date. It's true. Yesterday. Sure did. You also helped me get my motorcycle. Yeah, I pretty much hung out with you all day. I now own a motorcycle. Well, what do you think, Kimiko? I thought skull <laughs> decals <laughs> aside. Okay, the skull <laughs> decals, weren't, they weren't mine. They came on the bike. I got I to gotta get them removed. I was, I'm sorry I doubted you. Did you see his awesome helmets that say live by the sword, die by the yeah. sword? <laughs> Yeah, I got two helmets from the guy. Oh, I did not even. Wow. The but you already have your own helmet. When, like, you already bought your own helmet prior to buying the bike, right? Yeah, but I wanted his too because they're really expensive. Oh, okay. Helmets. So now you have three helmets? Well, he's going to probably sell them. I'm going to sell the two helmets. Oh, yeah. fair. Those All right. Well, the bike, back to the question the bike is pretty rad. Do you know who he bought the bike from? You? Howie Mandel. Yeah, I did. Dot, dot. Just like <laughs> oh Howie Mandel. Uh, he had the um, goatee and everything. Yeah, good he really did. Lord. Yeah, it's a Yamaha FZ6R. So mm-hmm. it is any, very nice. In case anybody cares, it's almost brand new. I'm pretty. It excited. looks brand new. It pretty much is. So yeah, I'm pretty. So excited. did you take your bike onto your mandate? Um, no, I didn't. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, we got to get back to the mandate. Oh, uh, true. Yes. So, so well, segways. Go ahead. Well, tell so, us about it. So we hung out and did the whole motorcycle thing. Where he, he, you basically took me with you because you were afraid the guy might attack you. Well, I had a cashier's check, and if he takes, if he clubs me in the head and takes it, I, the bank can't stop it. Yeah. So he would just be able to take my money and drive off with it. So I was basically uh, the hired muscle. You, you were the bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. And that guy was quite a bit bigger I was like Kevin me. Costner to his, um, crap, what's her name? Uh, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Oh. Yeah. That guy had 50 pounds. Me, me to be, you're my Whitney Houston. <laughs> he had 50 pounds and six inches on me, so he would have beat my ass probably. I don't know, but was he a swole? Um, probably not, but you know, six inches is a big, but difference. I mean, That's judging fair. from the skull stickers and the helmet and his, yeah. um, live by the sword, die by I the mean, sword. I mean, he seems like a pretty aggressive guy. I'm, I was, I was worried. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Uh, but then we also went to, uh, we went, got some coffee and mm-hmm. then we went to go see ghosts in the we show. We had hands and yeah, we skipped down the street. Yeah. Into the theater to go Into see the ghosts theater. in the show. We were yeah. pretty much the only ones in the theater. Like another couple came in, another couple, like we're a couple, a couple couple came in. Not nearly as cute a couple. But they like left halfway through. Did they really? Yeah, Yeah, it was just us. It was just us, which was really good for cuddling in the theater. Oh, of course. Yeah. So yeah, we hung out, watched Ghost in the Shell. Wow, they hated it that much. So what did you think of the movie? Uh, The movie is not doing all that well, but I mean, 
I think we all expected that. Um, yeah, it's definitely not doing well domestically. I think it's made the major for the vast majority of its its money overseas, which is not unheard of. I mean, look at movies yeah. like the Transformers movies; they make an ungodly amount overseas, China. an unnecessary yeah. amount of money overseas. True, yeah, so much so China. that uh, what's the guy's name? The director, of uh, Michael Bay. Michael, Michael Bay, Bay has yeah. said that he has fourteen scripts. Already no. set aside. No, yeah. we he, don't. No. He wants that paper. No, we do not need this in our lives. Fourteen more Transformer movies. <laughs> he's gonna make so much money. Holy he's not rich in, He's not rich enough yet. Please, yeah. dear God, no. Let it stop. Yeah, but um, uh, Ghost in the Shell was, um, I think so. If I were to like put it on just an arbitrary scale of like, um, horrible to the best thing ever, I would say it's a solid. Okay. Yeah. It's an. It's an. <laughs> it's, it's a solid. Not okay. the worst movie it's I've a, ever seen. No, you know what? I will say the best Hollywood adaptation of an anime ever. Like, yeah, that's probably there true. There is no other Hollywood anime live action adaptation that comes close. I mean, that's all, a real low bar. I know. Though, I know. Yes, but, it is. Thank but you for that. You, you could throw that on the Blu-ray box and be like, the best Hollywood live action adaptation. So, so it's way better than like Dragon Ball Evolution. It's way better than the Avatar movie. It's not even, I mean, it's, it's an actual oh movie. And it's yeah. yeah, like those movies were just like it's it's not old boy though. Abortions. It's not it's not the Korean well, film old boy. Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> so I my intent had been to see this movie, but I ended up not being able to see it before now. Um do you think cuz I've never seen Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Do you think that it's a movie that would appeal to somebody who hasn't seen sure. the, like would it still yeah, ring yeah. as a very good it's movie in probably. and of itself? It's pretty much almost in some ways beat for beat the original Ghost in the Shell movie. So, yeah. but it also like mixes in some stuff with like uh standalone complex and, and some okay. of, and, and even innocence a little bit. But yeah, if you've never seen Ghost in the Shell, you can totally then go in and watch this. it's just a good, like a solid movie in and well, of its let's own. Let's not say solid now. And, and well, I mean like- It's a passable it, it, movie. It, it, yeah, it's it plays passable. like a movie- Right. Uh, it, it, it's a movie in and of itself. Yeah, you don't have to like know about Ghost in the Shell, no. the franchise, like, to enjoy this movie. I think about movies like Divergence, like the an the adaptation of some book movies, mm -hmm. like Divergence, where you see it having not seen the movie, and you're like, I don't know what's going yeah. on. No, so this two, won't be the case. On two quick things I want to say because you mentioned Old Boy. Well, the Korean movie of Old yes, Boy Old is Boy, one of the best movies. The I've Hollywood ever seen. adaptation was horrible, so yes, that doesn't count. No, it doesn't. And then uh, in the chat, I think Bcom also mentioned Live Die Repeat. Although he did also follow it up with what I was going to say, which is that Live Die Repeat, uh, which was the Tom so, Cruise movie that was awesome. Yeah, awesome. that's not based on an anime; it's based off of a um, light novel. Light novel. So and that movie I think was better than Ghost in the Shell. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, that movie was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all forgetting about the live action uh, oh, Death Note. Oh, on Netflix, it hasn't come out yet. And is that going to be a movie or a show? I think it's going to be a show. Yeah. So. But regardless, I'm sure it's going to be I stand amazing. by it. it probably, you know what? Goes you know what? Go, Netflix hits home run after home run. So I wouldn't be shocked if it actually is. How awesome Isn't would it be? Isn't his name like Who? Uh, Light Turner? Uh, I don't know. It's not even Light Yagami. They, it's they, Light yeah, Turner. Yeah, like yeah. I'm already, that, that was the moment I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to put any faith in this. And they whitewashed him. Speaking yeah. of whitewashing, Ghost yes. in the Shell. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, obviously, now, in a, in a, they kind of... They make sense of it in a way because you know there's a whole uproar about Scarlett Johansson playing you know Matoko isn't it Makoto Matoko Matoko I always said Makoto and she did major. a good and she yeah, did, and Matoko she, she did a good job well she, I'm sure as a, as a character like as an actress she did a good job did. but I see why like why not cast a Japanese right. woman in that sure. role they very well could have uh oh here comes this conversation again the 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 thing that they used to defend it is that <laughs> is that the body that the major is in is not you know, it's a robot body, so it could be any, like, 
It could be anything. It could so be, her creator chose. Yeah, she a, could have been put in like a dog body, and it wouldn't matter. It's the the point is that, and they do touch on that she was an Asian girl before oh. she became you know and, a machine. And, and I also want to say that this movie, and we talked about this afterwards, l- definitely solidifies the fact that Ghost in the Shell is about postmodernism. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, now here comes this no, thing again. No, I mean again. it really does. I mean, the, <laughs> I, it's, the, the movie is the movie is such that she doesn't even have to be female for it. For, no, she could like literally I said, she, she could be a dog. She could be a dog, and yeah. the movie would be unchanged. Yeah, it's the same thing. The, this whole movie is about what is what is being human and challenging our our, our and, and this is what post postmodernism is super complicated. But like, and it's, yeah, we were trying to, we were discussing the it. The definition of it alone we had a, is we had a deep philosophical discussion on the drive right. home. But like, my understanding of postmodernism is, is that in part of it is challenging your preconceived notions about what is reality, about what is um, the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And Ghost in the Shell, the movie really. Definitely hammers home the point of what is human. A little too on the nose. What is what does it mean to have to have a soul, and 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 are are we really alive? And challenging all of these different things. Yeah. So that's the whole point of the movie. And that's what postmodernism is. It's the same as the Matrix. Like in the Matrix, which is which was absolutely a postmodern movie based on heavily influenced by Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Is about you know the reality that you perceive from yeah, the world what it and means to live what's what it means to be and to exist and what consciousness is and what reality is yeah. yeah so but the casting for the movie is great yeah they had some awesome people in the roles um the one thing i did like the guy who played bato but i would prefer if it was a japanese actor but they did also he, he was pretty good though yeah he he was he i mean he looks spot on. Like he was Bato. actually really good. Yeah, as Bato. Um, but they did also like have a few Japanese actors in there as well. Uh, the guy who plays um, the the head dude, I forget his name. Oh shit, Takamaki or something. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Um, so was he was a badass. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what was his line? Uh, Never sent a rabbit to kill a fox. Oh yeah. And I was like, was yeah, bad. you're so badass. He just kills all these dudes and he's like, oh, yeah. you little little zakus. Yeah. As, uh, what's his name? As uh, Tongue, tongue guy from uh, Yo, from Yomishi Pedal would say. Oh, uh, Mido Suji. Mido Suji's like you're a Zaku, like, yeah. a, like a small fry or whatever. Yeah, and th- well, you know what I, who I wish got a little more um, screen time was, I for- I, and I'm so horrible with names, but the guy Tosuga like, or whatever is that the guy the who guy, like doesn't want to have any like yeah. robotic parts? Or Tosuga. I, can't he, I loved him in like standalone complex, and so I wish they would have given a little him a little more time on on screen, but it was cool to see him, you know. A couple of notes on the movie. Um, it was an, it was a fairly expensive movie, 110 million dollars. Mm-hmm. But I honestly wasn't impressed by the special effects in it. There were a couple times where the special effects really were janky. Um, one being on when in, in the scene, the scene which is in the movie, in the original movie, I believe, where they're on the boat in the, at night yeah, in the water. Yeah, that's in the movie, in the original. The green screening was horrific in that scene. I mean, it was really bad. It was bad. definitely off. It was like high school level bad. And Ouch. you could tell they were on a stage. It's $10 million budget. Why? 100, why? 110, 110 million. dollar $110 budget. Jesus Christ. And why were, not put that towards special well, effects? Well, to be fair, the That's entire true. movie is basically, there's there. I don't think there's a single shot that doesn't have some sort of visual effect in it. That's probably true. So they spent the crap out of that money. There's also a scene where at the end, which is in the original movie, where she's fighting the touch coma. The spider, oh yeah, yeah, the spider, the spider tank. tank at the end of the movie, yeah. And it shoots down like a like a concrete pillar that makes this highway fall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's and I, she's jumping up the, the pieces of debris as they fall. And I do, it looks so fake. I do want to say because some people may get on us and be like, "Oh, dude, spoilers! These are not spoilers. Oh, they're not spoilers. It's, it's 
the original movie. Like it it's, it's it's basically a remake of it. So there's nothing to spoil. Yeah, really, it's not. I mean, it, they right down to the scene where she's fighting the guy in the water with, with her cloaking yeah. on. That's in the movie. That too. was I a mean, cool. That was a cool scene. They definitely it was cooler in the anime, dude, because they cut out a cool, lot. Much cooler. But it was still a cool fight scene. They took that 15 minute scene from the anime and made it like three minutes. Yeah, I was a little pissed. True. They like like the whole talk about how he was using high velocity bullets and the regular gun, and he was like evaporating that wooden fence with the bullets because they're shooting so fast. Right. Like, none of that's in the movie. The marketplace scene totally cut. I was a little pissed. Yeah, there's like a slight chase scene, but it's nothing. I was near. a little. I was pissed. It was like I said. It's it was it was okay. It was good. It's I, wor- it, it, it was all right. It's, yeah. it's worth seeing. Sure, yeah. I don't know if I I would pay to go see it in the theaters. Yeah, maybe, maybe a matinee like we did yeah. where it was like eight bucks a ticket. Yeah, but maybe go see it on like or, or wait for Netflix or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, but not not a bad movie. It, it. I think my biggest problems with it were, I mean, it was it was an hour and 40 minutes, which isn't that long. Um, You know, like an hour and a half is is, yeah. is a pretty, you know, it's a pretty reasonable, but it felt so much longer. I felt like it dragged a lot at oh, points. Oh, I was going to ask, yeah. Like there was... There was a lot of like just very slow, uh, just dialogue and um, and it, it just it just the pacing was off for me, and and it was also like very repetitive. Like the scenes were, like there's a fight, major gets messed up, yeah, and then in the next scene she's in like a hospital bed getting repaired, and then there's another fight, she gets messed up, she's back in a hospital bed, another fight, messed up, back in a hospital. I'm like, okay, it's like the same loop over and over again. The movies are the movies okay. Um, it, it's. It's it's better than I thought. I'll say yeah. that. I I think that the fact that it's not doing well isn't going to be super glorifying for future. It's going to be it's going to be tight for it to make its money back because I think it's currently made about seventy some odd million. It's going to be worldwide. I so it's it, unlikely. I mean, I don't yeah, it, it might. Don't movies know. make like eighty percent of their money the first two weeks? Yeah. So it, I mean, well, depending on the movie, like some have a worse drop off than others, but. Um, Usually, if you want to be considered a successful movie, you want to double your money at the box office. What would you give this in movie? In like the first weekend, right? No, no, I mean just overall. Like for instance, if it's a hundred and ten million dollar budget movie, you want to get to around two hundred million in order to, you know, make your money back and uh, be considered successful enough for a sequel. It's not getting there. Yeah, that doesn't seem likely. Yeah, but uh, by comparison, Dragon Ball Evolution was like a five million dollar movie, and it made oh, and it made like seventy million. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's unfortunate. It, it ain't gonna get there, but. Uh, what, what what would you give this movie out of five? Um, so let's see. I'm kind of on 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 the fence here between two scores, but I would probably give it. Critically, I would have to say like a two and a half. Like if I was being nice, I would give it a three. General enjoyment. I'm I, I'm not, I, like if you if you had to rate it on general enjoyment though. Yeah, I mean like, like I, a three. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say because I'm a fan of Ghost in the Shell and stuff, and so it was just kind of cool to see. That's not awful. Yeah, I would say yeah, it's about a three out of five. I would say pretty much. Mm. I, I was pleasantly surprised by it, and I thought that the, all all the actors in the movie did a, did a, a good job. Yeah, the actors were good. My again, my my major issues were just the pacing, some of the writing. They were way too on the nose with the whole ghost thing. They they literally said that like four times in the movie. They're like, but you're ghost, and I'm like, okay, we you don't have to say you're ghost. We understand that's what the movie is called. <laughs> the, um. They literally say, but your ghost in the shell that is your body. Almost exactly that. <laughs> Hui Yue in the chat wants to know if the Tachikoma looked good. I, I thought so. Yeah. I thought it looked good. They did the whole thing at the very end where she rips her arms up trying to tear it open and stuff. Yeah, they, it was it, it was note for note the same, yeah, basically. Yeah. All right, you want to move on to your to your corny joke segment? 
Sure. I am excited. Three tomatoes are walking down the street. Oh boy. Papa tomato, mama tomato, and baby tomato. Baby tomato starts we lagging have to burn behind. This with fire. And Papa tomato gets really angry. Goes back and squishes him. <laughs> says, Kazuo's ketchup. It's like the longest drop ever. <laughs> Kimiko. Ketchup. ketchup. I love the last part. <laughs> that, right. that, 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 the, the pause and then, and then like. The, sorry, I laughed right ketchup. through it. <laughs> All right, so what are you goobers talking about? <laughs> so now for a little while, I've been watching um, Toradora for my Kazuo's ketchup segment. Right, yeah. I got about halfway through and then I got sidetracked with a little show <laughs> called Haikyuu. So, I feel like that drop is for me. Yeah. Just a, a general groan from our entire listenership. Now, of course, oh. we've, we've already reviewed, I think, the first two seasons of Haikyuu. But, I, I might have. But, I don't even know if I have at this point. But, but, Astro? But I'm, hi- <laughs> I'm hijacking Kazuo's catch-up and turning it into something something more. Hey, as long as you did is, it while I was here. Which like, is basically just me talking about shows I haven't seen. So now, after watching the first season of Haikyuu, I'm, like, I'm about halfway through the second season right now. Yeah, right? like in the middle, still in the middle of the... Um, the Tokyo training games? Yes. Okay. So, um, but yeah, y- you kind of got me into Haikyuu on the Japan I trip. and I, It's one of my proudest moments. We pretty much watched <laughs> the entire season in Japan and on the flight back. Um, we really did, though. Can I just say, one of my favorite moments, and it's like we did so much in Japan and we're going to talk about it on our next episode, but one mm. of my favorite moments of the entirety of our trip was just... In Tokyo, a group of like nine of us just sitting on the second floor of our house watching Haikyuu. Pretty much on like a little 19 inch television. I feel like I have never been happier. It was it was a laptop. It was Andrew's laptop. Oh, well, no, we, oh, had no, a we, had a tech, we yeah. connected it to the TV. But like just all of us watching Haikyuu together was like, it was, it was like awesome. I got teary eyed. Oh, God. You guys, you guys are cute. So have you, you seen, are, have you you seen are, Haikyuu? Uh, yeah, I've seen season one. Oh, OK. Yeah. What did you think about oh, it? Oh, I think it's good. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I, that's that's his review of it. it it's good. I mean, I I I'd probably give it like a four. I mean, it's a good show. I'm not allowed to review Hugh because I just give fives oh down the board. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, it's about for me. It's about as good as like Yomushi Pedal. Um, oh. or it's yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's better than Yomushi oh. Pedal. It's, I think it's about even. It's about I love Yomushi Pedal, Yomushi Pedal, but like I think it's it's definitely better. Now the the difficult like I think um, even Mandy and I had a little bit of a thing where mm. she thinks that Kuroko no Basuke is better than Haikyuu, and mm. I think Haikyuu is better than Kuroko no Basuke. So I feel like you kind of get that middle ground of it's it's a very personal. Um, it's close for me too. Yeah, I, did, I think I, like you depending on how you personally. Rate, like uh, enjoy the show or you personally relate to it will drastically change whether or not you think it's the best of the sports anime that you've watched. Right. Um, but yeah. It's certainly up there. As it's, far as like, if you're, if you're saying like the best sports anime of all time, I would say it's it's certainly up there in my opinion. With, it just does what, what sports anime does so well. Yeah, and all the characters are so just likable even the assholes like there's some like really douchey characters in the show but yeah but you, you just, still you still like them you do you know, like, i don't think there's anybody in this show like in yoamushi pedal i i think everybody's cool like i love all of the characters mm-hmm. but there are characters that i just get annoyed with or hate there are no characters in haikyuu that i don't like yeah like there are characters that i'm you know they're okay and i'm relatively indifferent to them but mm-hmm. there's no characters that i'm like oh my god this asshole again yeah so, I, I agree. And that's for having a cast of like the main cast is what, 15, 16 people. And mm. then you've got like nine expanding. people, 10 people in every single school. And so you've got 
like upwards of a hundred different characters in the entire show to not dislike any of them is real impressive. Yeah. Now I will say my favorite character is of course Tanaka. Tanaka. Cause he's, he's so awesome. <laughs> he's so over the top. He's like that classic delinquent, like yeah. tropey character, but somehow he doesn't seem tropey. Yeah. Like he seems genuine. He's well, he, got a heart of gold, but he just likes to fight people sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I've noticed is that like, I, for some reason I, I tend to like the same type of character in each show same. and it's always that guy. Like he's just so pure yeah, like, and he 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 says exactly what he feels, and yeah, he's he's just such a likable guy. A little bit of a, a Spitfire, like yeah. he gets riled up a little too easily. Oh my god, dude! Some of the best moments in that show are when he like is about to like when he wants to fight somebody, and so he he gets like that <laughs> face on, yes, and just like starts like talking, uh, you know, like a thug or something, and then you yeah, see like people sort yeah. of thing, and then you see um, Hinata behind him. Just, just like, popping up like a little bird being yeah. like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he said. get him. <laughs> just behind him. Um, I'm actually even like, I knew we were going to do a Kazuo's catch up for mm-hmm. Haikyuu today. And so I wore um, uh, one of the, du- Andrew, uh, mm-hmm. that's, I don't even know what his chat name is. I'm just going to call him uh, Andrew. It is. Well, currently his chat name is his actual name because he's in the chat. Perfect. But- Hi, Andrew. I'm wearing the jacket. Andrew bought me a jacket. It's literally the Haikyuu, like, um, the jacket that they wear at the school, but mm-hmm. it's the sports specific jacket for the volleyball club. Right. And I'm wearing it right now. Yeah. So and you're loving it so much. He, I love he it so quote much. quote unquote bought you the jacket. He, but you got to pay him back. I got to pay him back. But I mean, like he bought it for me because I wasn't out and about right. when, when whoever yeah. was with him saw it. Uh, it so he also bought us this slick Goku figure that's on the middle of our I mean, table. I was the one that found the jacket. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, were you really? I take credit for no, it. No, like I, mean, I was just saying I was the I one that like found it. Whoever was there, whatever. I will send a thank you card. Like this is how much I love this. So, oh, uh, she Andrew, sleeps in it at night. I think you got <laughs> Do you sleep in it? Uh, it's too hot in I, my room, but I would. I think we got. A, <laughs> I think we have a video of you like. When you opened it up. I'm sure that's some pretty serious blackmail, but honestly, I like I stand by it. I was probably a ridiculous like mess of of happiness. But Andrew, send me your PayPal and I'll pay you back. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. um, uh, So, yeah. Haikyuu. It's great. Other things that we want to talk about besides it's great. (laughs) Um, Because I will go off on a tangent. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, so we've already what score did we give it? Do we know? The first season. IQ? Yeah. I think I might have given it I like a- I reviewed it. Oh, you reviewed oh, it. On no. a bonus episode. Oh, did no. Did you really? What yeah. did you give it? Uh, I'll look that up while you guys are talking. Okay. If I can. If it wasn't, if if it wasn't to five, I'm going to be real mad. We have not been keeping up with updating yeah. the review section on the site, so mm. it, so, may, it so, may or may not be on here. We'll so see. I guess for- Astro, what did he- for the, for <laughs> What the, did he give it? For the five people that don't know what Haikyuu is about, because we haven't really said that at all. And, and also, I should add that this is not intended to be a 40-minute review. Okay. That's I just, fine. I just wanted you. I just wanted because I know. I know that. I know the two of you. You can give us the sign whenever we gotta go, finish. But let, let let's just say five more minutes. Okay. How about that. So for those uh, for the for the handful of people that don't know what Haikyuu is about, it's about a uh, high school volleyball team and a young kid uh, named Hinata who, when he's like little, he's riding his bicycle and he sees on TV a guy playing volleyball uh, called the Little Giant. And since he's also a short kid, he kind of gets inspired by that, and so he wants to go and become like a great volleyball player. And he's he's actually naturally athletic, so he's very quick. He can jump high and all that stuff. But, but he doesn't I, know how. He doesn't have the technique at all. And and I like that. It's not just like I mean, he does have a little bit of a natural talent. Mm. But they really go out of their way to show this kid didn't know how to play volleyball. He was on his way to go play baseball, mm. and so he 
pretty much trained and practiced and uh, found, when, when they find out that his uh, his school doesn't have a men's volleyball team, he practices by himself in hallways and after right. school with and his soccer his friends. friends. who have no idea how to play. And then after, um, after a while, he even practices with the women's team. Like he really, he wants it hard enough to train all the way up to high school in yeah. it. Like he didn't, he wasn't just naturally gifted at volleyball like some characters in other sports anime are. Mm-hmm. Like he had to actually put in the time, put in the effort right. to become Actually, what is a mediocre volleyball player Confirmed. in the beginning? Haiku got a four. Yes, thank you, Astro, and also uh, Mitsugi for looking it up. And for giving it a four? And for giving it a four. What if I had given it like a two? Would you be oh heartbroken? I would have punched you in the face right oh now. Oh my goodness. Maybe I should change the score. I might like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like everybody already knows what the show's about. Mm. And along the way, he meets several people that what I what I appreciate is like his main rival because it's it's very like shonen tropey kind of like the characters. It's, your Sasuke character you and your Sasuke, Naruto you have, yeah. character. Um, but like his Sasuke character, what I love about it is that they are so similar, and they don't even like realize it. Oh yeah, like they're both so singularly focused on achieving their goal of being a, a great volleyball player and they just kind of go about it different ways. And by about halfway through the first season, even though their rivalry persists and they get on each other's nerves, mm-hmm. you can tell that their relationship as a whole has shifted into like they rely on each other, they mm-hmm. get each other, they're almost like reluctant friends, but not reluctant in the sense that they're like, mm, oh, well, like, mm. like they they almost don't realize that they're friends. Yeah. They've just become so solidified and kind of melded into each other's lives. And I think that adds to it because it's not just like, I'm going to beat you perpetually forever. Right. It's we are both on the same team and I need you. And I know that, you know, like you make we make each other better. Right. And Do you complete me. Kind of, they do. You oh, not you. Yeah, they oh. do. <laughs> they do. Like they, they genuinely, they they genuinely need each other to be their mm-hmm. best, um, yeah. which I think makes it so interesting later when you realize. Um, and this is kind of going into seasons two and three, and even mm-hmm. into the manga that they're not just focusing entirely on Kageyama and Hinata as the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they need the the um, the defense ability of the captain who's really mm-hmm. great at receives. They need the blocking ability of Tsukishima. They need that um, rolling thunder. They need that rolling thunder from Nishinoya. <laughs> they need like they need their libero. They need their captain. They need their middle blockers. They need Tanaka to come and right. Asahi to be the ace. Like they need their wing spikers. It's about the team. It's not about Hinata becoming the best through Kageyama's amazing setting. Right. It, it is Well I think the first season though is mostly focused on those two. And then I yeah, as you were saying, as it gets into like the second season and all that yeah, but even Maybe. even in the last portions, the last two, the, let's say the last two matches, mm-hmm. Date Ko and Alba Josai of the first season, it's it is mostly primarily in the first three quarters about Kageyama and Hinata. Right. But those two games, those two mm-hmm. matches in the inter high, um, I'm just thinking of that guy's theme song now. Oh, the da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. Uh, Oikawa's theme song and all of the people when he's when he's about to yeah when he's about to serve. Oh, but um, oh my god, I'm such a nerd. But it's awesome, dude. This so good. You know what I'm talking about, right? He's giving us the wrap up. I'm giving you the wag finger. Okay, well, long story short, it's it's so much more than than what I think you expect of a sports anime, and it's so much. You, you watch it the same way I feel like 
I would watch uh, an actual game. You get so invested that mm-hmm. when somebody on your team scores a point, you can't help but yeah. shout and get into it. I don't, and, I, I don't watch sports, but I watch sports anime, and this is definitely you watch one of fighting. The, true. Yeah. So like you, you just you you want them to yeah. win to an extent that you feel mm-hmm. for them as characters, even if they don't. One hundred percent. So. I'm going to continue watching the second season. I know the third season is a show that we're going to be reviewing shortly because that was on, uh, I think, was it last I already season? reviewed it. Did you already review Shido, it? The, the Shida Torizawa. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I already reviewed it. Okay, well, we'll just but, leave it off the list then. But I'll, I'll still watch it <laughs> for sure. I think I gave off. it a four. All right, so all right, what, all right, all right. What would you give it? Kazu's catch-up, what oh, would you? Oh, the first season? Um, I would, yeah, I want to give it like a four and a half, to be honest. Sweet! Like it was damn near perfect. All right. Everyone knows I gave it a five. On that note, we're going to take a news break. Before we do, though, uh, we have an in-show weekly trivia question. Let's see here. Oh, wait. Where's the question? What are the two primary religions in Japan? That's the question. So we just got back from Japan. Yes. Japan question. We learned a lot. We did. And we'll answer that question after the break. See you guys in a minute. Hey everybody, this is Mitsugi, and it's time for your first anime news break. Getting us started off, the Shizuoka Broadcasting Company in Japan has decided to try something a little bit different with its news broadcasts and has begun utilizing a CG announcer for its news spots. This is a first for Japanese television. The station announced on March 30th that it was going to be doing a test run using the Sony and the Kyoto Digital News marketing program which converts news manuscripts into spoken words by a CG program. From my perspective, it looks like news that's being delivered by an anime girl who's very cute. So leave it to Japan to come up with something interesting like this, and we'll see how successful this is as time passes. Next up, we have a little bit of news from a newly formed anime company known as Annie Uta, or Anime Song, translated. Several record companies that deal with anime music have come together and have formed this company to help the music industry for anime songs be more sustainable. The head of the company says that he believes that they formed this company for sustainability and that they believe that the anime music industry is going to become less profitable in the future. And in an attempt to combat this, they are going to be taking certain market actions against that trend. He believes that this trend is caused by several things, including many young people becoming what are known as light users. Light users being defined as people who may like anime and may buy goods occasionally, but that they will generally not buy Blu-rays, DVDs, or music CDs, which is causing various types of media for anime goods to become less profitable. Next up, the Sailor Moon anime series is going to be getting its first ever classical concert performance in Japan this summer. The concert is going to be held at the Tokyo Art Theater on August 2nd and 3rd, and it's going to be containing songs from a various number of anime series from the Sailor Moon franchise and also films and musicals, and it's going to have various guest artists. Sailor Moon voice actress Kotono Mitsuishi is going to be a guest conductor 
and frequent Sailor Moon theme song collaborator Akiko Kosaka and other singers are scheduled to attend the event. So for those of you that are big-time fans of Sailor Moon, there is something special coming your way this summer in Tokyo, so it could be your chance to make a trip to Japan extra special. Lastly, Funimation Entertainment has announced its dub cast for the second season of My Hero Academia, not only confirming that they are doing a dub of the season, but are also confirming who is in it. The cast that's returning from season one includes Christopher Sabat as All Might, Justin Briner as Izuku Midoriya, Lucy Christensen as Ochako, Clifford Chapman, J. Michael Tatum, Sonny Strait, Joel McDonald, Caitlin Glass, Monica Rial, and others, all very well-known names for anime dubbing. So, something to be excited about for the dub industry and fans of dubs. This was Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now, time to get back to the podcast. Mitsugi, where are you? I'm in the podcast studio. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Oh my god, Mitsugi, aren't, aren't you supposed to hate Moe? You, you know, the anime pit of hell and all that stuff? Yeah, well, well, I do. So then why have all of our studio figures been replaced by a, assorted Moe nendroids? What, what happened to Goku? Well, I was on JList.com, and JList has a giant collection of nendroids, and they're just so damned cute, so I bought a bunch of them. Of course, these will be used for Church of Mitsugi experiments only. Yeah, okay. Well, how much of the podcast budget did you spend on this secret Moe-loving endeavor? Not much. Nendoroids are really affordable and super high quality. You should go on JList.com and check out their selection. They have Saitama and Genos Nendoroids. I know how you love One Punch Man. Oh, man. I will be on JList.com tonight. One Punch, one website. Back to the 366th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Oh, yeah. Woot, woot. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay, now before we went to the break, we asked you guys an intro weekly trivia question, yeah, which right. was What are the two main religions in Japan? Do you know, do you know either of you know it without looking? I sure do. No, did, you, did you know it? Yeah. Chiaki taught it to me while I was there. Okay, what is the it? The first Kimiko? one is. You guys can share it. It's Kazuo worship. <laughs> what? <laughs> the second is Moe girl worship. No. No. Um, you say it was one, don't say the other. Uh, Shinto cr- and Buddhism. You, okay, or you could just say them both. If you yeah. create, an, if, if oh, you create enough little Kazuos. I said you say one and I'll say the other. How many, Shinto. How many little Kazuos did you create while you were there? Um, none. You have failed them. Because apparently no one in Japan speaks English. The only one who went on a Tinder date. <laughs> the only one who went on a Tinder date was me. And how did that go? I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it next week. Oh, really? Oh, actually, and on the hentai episode. <gasps> Do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
All right, so our main topic for today, guys, it's a big one. It's one that we all love. It's our 2017 spring anime picks. We're actually late as hell, but oh, you know, we, so late. But we were kind of out of the country, so it's true. That's we should fair. have done a podcast from Japan. Oh my god! You know how much shit is in here? That would have been a lot. You know of how much electronic bullshit is in this room? Yeah. We're all we're all we're all dying slowly from being in here. What? Oh yeah. Oh no. Uh, radiation? Oh, oh yes. Mm. I'm sure we were all radioactive. We're, we're basically, it's like standing in front of a microwave on high oh, yeah. for like oh, two God. and a half hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This room is like, yeah, this room is like Fukushima Daiichi. Oh, my God. Boom. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, um, this is a big time season. It has a lot of huge anime shows, and we're going to cover all of it. So, who, who wants to get started? Uh, uh, should I get started since yeah. I rolled a nat one yeah you yeah. go ahead because i gotta, I gotta <laughs> look up my shows i rolled a five so i wasn't too far ahead of you what did i no. roll oh i rolled a seven yeah we all had shitty rolls except for except for chiaki who of course she wasn't even yeah. all right what? all right hold on i just need to i just need to find we should yeah. screw up all her one. picks would you like me to go first I can do it. Go ahead and go first. Yeah, go, okay. go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, so the first anime on my list here that I have selected is Recreators. Ooh, how far down the list did you have to go? <laughs> like the bottom, <laughs> basically. So Started from the bottom, and you're still at the bottom? In all fairness, um, at at your suggestion, I removed the the the, the horrible form, oh. formatted horror, horror show. Oh, okay, okay. Because it, it literally had a four on yeah. my list, and I was like, this anime must be the worst thing ever made. So I... Took oh, it shit. off. Well, I mean, but you kept, wants you me kept to do the that. second worst thing ever made. We'll get to Stop that. Stop it. So Recreators <laughs> is an anime that is about humans. And humans have created many stories, joy, sadness, anger, deep emotion. Stories shake our emotions and fascinate us. They are only, um, but these are only the thoughts of bystanders. What if the characters in the stories have intentions? To them, are we godlike existences for bringing their story into the world? Our world has changed Meet out punishment upon the realm of the gods and, and recreate whatever and, re and create recreators. Everyone becomes a creator. It's done by Studio Troika, by and it's by A. Aoki, who is the prolific director of Angel Beats, Fate Zero, Horo Musuko. Oh, wow, and some other things. Wait, Horo Musuko, like yeah. one of my favorite anime of all time. A. Aoki, yeah. Oh, He's dude, a super famous director. That actually makes me a little bit less nervous about it. I have heard some good things about this show. I think only like one episode's out so far. That's why I snagged it up. But it seems interesting. The uh, the trailer didn't really grab me all that much. I mean, I, I didn't really get a good feel for what the anime was about based on the trailer, but it looked like a mishmash of lots of typical anime action characters all fighting. Like there's mechas, magical girls, knights, uh, witches, all kinds of stuff. So it, it looks like it's an action anime. Um well, the, I don't really know much about it. The concept that. is basically that um, I think in the first episode, like <clears throat> the main character gets like sucked into another world. It's oh, like, no way. But the twist is <laughs> the twist is that the characters from the other world then get sucked into like the real world. So it's all about all these fantasy characters getting pulled into the real world and what happens there. So, OK, I kind of like it's kind of like a, it's kind of a, a reverse of what we've seen a million times. All right. That's my no, that's my. First one. Who's up now? Kimiko? I can do that, Are yeah. Are you ready yet? So, um, one of mine is Kenka Bancho Otome, Girl Beats Boys. Oh, boy. Girl, um, girl Beats or Meats? Beats. Beats. B-E-A-T-S. Like, like, just grab yourself an egg and beat it, beat it. I, I guess so. Oh, boy. Um, so, I'm just going to read the My Anime List synopsis of this, because I really <laughs> honestly have no idea. Is that the bottom? Is that the bottom of my list, bro? Mm. Um, so... 
Hinako Nakamaya, or Nakayama has spent all of her life being raised in state-run orphanages without ever knowing her family. As she's about to enter high school, Hinako is approached by Hikaru, a boy who claims to be her twin brother. According to Hikaru, Hikaru and Hinako are the children of the head of the powerful Onigashima, uh, Onigashima Yakuza family. Onigashima. And Hikaru, I think I saw a couple Yakuza in Japan. Totally. And uh, Hikaru wants Hinako to switch places with him at Shishiku Academy, an all-boys school overrun with the nation's toughest delinquents. Hold on. So wait, the brother and the sister are going to switch places and the girl's going to go to an all-boys school? Yeah, because I guess he doesn't want to go to this like delinquent okay. heavy school or whatever and they they're twins so oh, okay so i guess she looks kind of like a boy or something well i guess i um, wonder why you picked this one <laughs> <laughs> i wonder this is such a kimiko show it's it totally is um it sounds like it might have some promise um it sounds like it could either be like funny and at like the the end of the synopsis says can he not go save her brother find romance and become the new boss of the school so like it could also be shit. It could be complete and total and awful shit. But sounds like it could be fun though. It could be. I like the whole incorporation of the twins and the Yakuza families, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that they actually incorporate that. I'm I'm expecting this to be either fun or hideous. So <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. All right. So Chiaki picked. Um, let's see here. Buso Shoujo Machiavellism, which is about. Uh, the private <laughs> Aichi Symbiosis Academy was originally a high school for high school girls, for high class girls rather. When it became co-ed, the girls, out of fear, asked to be permitted to bring weapons to school. When that was enforced, a five-member vigilante group organization called Supreme Five Swords was formed. The Five Swords eventually became a group which connected problematic students. And the academy, or corrected them rather, and the academy started proactively accepting those types of students in order to get them corrected. Huh. Interesting. Okay, so a bunch of girls in a school with weapons are fixing problem students. All right. And the school intentionally accepts problem students so that they can be corrected. All right. That sounds sounds interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm? All right, I guess I'm up next. Yeah. Mine's an easy one. That's done by Studio Silverlink, by the way. Yeah. So mine's an easy one. Um, I, I, honestly, there's not really much I can say about it. Uh, I can't I had, believe you picked this. I, I had what to. What are you doing? I had to. No, you did not. It's Berserk season two. Why? Well, I guess uh, season three, technically. Uh, Berserk two, season two? I, I guess, yeah. Why would you do this to us? I mean, you you know. You know, it could get better. It, 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 it won't. I feel like I have to watch it because it's Berserk. And I mean, I've already committed so much. I feel like I already want to die. <laughs> well... Look what you've done. I'm sorry. But yeah, so Berserk 2, part 2, whatever. Uh, I don't More know. Un- I, have, I, I don't know anything about it other than what happened in the first part. I know one thing. What's that? Lots of shit will happen that will make no sense. Sure. Yes. Definitely. Like the sky will open and flaming skeletons riding horses will come down and I will go, what? I'm hoping it'll be more gruesome because I feel like this last season wasn't as gruesome. It's very gruesome. Not Do you not remember that 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 scene in the in torture the, dungeon? Yeah, Dude, it was point. horrific. That's a good point. I don't know. I just I, I think it's probably the animation that kind of threw me off because like the original series, I just remember being so traumatizing. It was. And like this last one was kind of like, eh, eh, eh. that's all right. So I don't know. We'll see. More berserk. When you think about when you think about the the berserk berserk two season one compared to Ajin. 
the difference in animation oh, is God. insane. It's ridiculous. Like, it's not even in the same friggin' galaxy. Anyway. Yeah, we'll get to that. <clears throat> All right, so my next one is Aero Sensei, Aero Manga Sensei. <laughs> oh, I, I saw lots of advertisements for this in Japan, and so wanted to try to get it. It's about it's a new sibling romantic comedy which revolves around two siblings. One of them is a light novel author in high school, and his little sister, who is a shut-in who hasn't left her room for an entire year. She even forces her brother to make and bring her meals, and she's... I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah? It sounds so familiar. Continue, I'm sorry. So, the boy's um, novel illustrator, who has the pen name of Arrow Manga, draws really perverted uh, sketches, which the name Arrow Manga... Wait, the boy does? No, his... his the boy is an... Ill- the boy is a, is a light novel author. Okay. And he has an illustrator who does drawings for his books. But he doesn't know who the illustrator is. He doesn't. Until the, he finds out. And the illustrator draws... It's his sister. And the illustrator draws really... I've seen this photos. before. So This exists already, right? He's never met his illustrator and figured he was just a disgusting, perverted otaku. However, the truth, the truth is revealed. It is his own younger sister. Of course. Who's, who is a shut-in. So it's it's a it's a it's a it's a comedy anime. It am was I, a, it am was I losing a, my mind? Somebody in the chat, please tell me. I, this a show exactly like this exists already. I, I don't know. Maybe or maybe not exactly because I don't think the brother was a writer, but like the sister. No, you know what it was is uh, she was just like really perverted and had a lot of like like porn stuff. And uh, like the brother t- found are, out. Are you thinking about um, my little sister's affairs are unusual? That might be it. Because the one with that where she took a pee like every episode. What? That might be it. And we, and we watched the porn, the the the, um, the lesbian porn. Wait, no, that was the ghost movie. one, wasn't it? The same, oh, the, the live one. action movie one? Uh. It's the same one. She just gets molested by a ghost. Okay. Mm. Uh, anyway, I, I thought the trailer looked really cute. It looked cute and funny. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. Cool. Um, my next one is Fuku Menkei Noise. Um, and I mostly threw this one on mine. And it's, it's not too far down my list. It's uh, the seventh one that I picked. Um, I mostly threw this one on there for two reasons. One, because the animation style looked different. If the animation style looks like unique in some way, I'm usually more drawn to it because I'm expecting a little bit more of like a, a different sort of effort to be put in. And also, uh, it was done by Studio Brainspace, which does Durarara, Bakuno, Mawaru Penguin Drum, and a lot of stuff that I like really properly enjoyed. Um, the thing that makes me nervous is this is basically kind of like a music anime, like um, like a starting a band anime, and those can either go super tropey or or not as much. It's it. So I'm I'm gonna read the synopsis again because I'm a lazy piece of shit. So <laughs> well, we're all reading the synopses because we don't know what they are off, off of my anime list. So you're I mean. not so you're not lazy. Aw, thanks, Mitz. So it says, Nino, a girl who likes to sing, experienced two farewells in the past. First, when her, uh, with her first love, Momo, and second, with Yuzu, a boy who composes music. But upon those two farewells, she made a promise with each of them to continue singing until they, uh, until they find her voice again. Time has passed, and now these three are in high school, question mark, exclamation point. Oh, now these three are in high school? Yeah. So it sounds, it sounds like it's going to be one of those... Uh, they were really into singing when they were younger or really into performing and music when they were younger and now they're in high school and one of them will have changed and the other will have forgotten the promise but she has never stopped thinking about finding her voice and restarting some sort of band and becoming like spreading music throughout the world like it sounds tropey but I'm hoping that with the studio that's running it and with the style that it looks like it's in it could actually end up being 
I don't know, maybe uh, like Scum's Wish blew me out of the water in being more real. Like it's it's actually incredibly uh, deep in terms of the characters and their interactions. So I'm hoping that maybe it kind of strays more towards being real and deep and and not tropey and awful. I'm going to make a claim. That Uh-oh, all of these are tropey and awful? Well, there's that. But also the claim is... Why are you such a hater? I feel like I got the best picks this. Bullshit! You oh, did. Uh-huh. I did. And I, I did. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh you yes, did not. I did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yo, oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's my turn. No, it's not. It's Chalky's turn. Oh, you're right. Chalky has picked Denai Bokun. Oh, I love that show. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Synonyms. Oh, love- actually, you know what? That one did seem. She's gonna hate this. A uh, love tyrant, a the very t- lovely tyrant of love is the English title. A kiss note is yes. a powerful notebook that makes everyone who has their name yes. written together instantly fall in love. This show if, is actually funny. In love, if they if they kiss each other, regardless of any circumstances, this magical and very familiar item belongs to an angel named Goody, whose job as Cupid is to create couples. However, she accidentally writes down. Uh, a regular high school student's name, and unless he kisses someone, Goody will die. Huh. She convinces Seiji to go kiss his crush, Hiyama Akane, the girl's the most popular girl in the school, who turns out that she has even stronger feelings for him, bordering on obsessive and psychotic. Eventually, the two come together, but not before Goody decides that she likes Seiji as well. A uh, love triangle. Yeah. She, what seems awesome to most guys, becomes hell for Seiji, who just wants a normal relationship with girls. This show looks actually really funny. It's ba- it's Kiss Note. Oh, it's all tropey. And Kiss it Note. It, it is. They even they mention it like in the show. There's a picture of like a Death Note, except it says Kiss Note. That's awesome. It's a giant like Death Note parody, except about girls falling in love with this loser. Okay. It looks it looks funny. I don't know. I haven't seen any episodes yet, but he's obviously not not that big of a loser because he goes out and kisses his, the girl he has a crush on. That's right. Well, most anime boy characters would like hide in the corner until they she went away. <laughs> True. <laughs> Basically. Let's see. This is done by Studio EMT Squared. Uh, okay. Which hasn't done a whole lot. Hmm. They did Nyanko Days, Ame Ido Koko, uh, and Kuma Miko. None of which we really liked, I don't think. All right. Yeah. So my next pick is, uh, let's see. So this would be my fourth pick, which fell into... Number five. So I, yeah, basically got everything you wanted. Everything I Good wanted, job. except you're for spoiled. my number, my second pick. And but you're spoiled. I know. Um, hey, I've I've had some rough seasons. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I deserve this. Um, so why don't you just admit that you're pampered? These seats that we're sitting on are like thrones. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> These are rough seats. Um, so my my pick was uh, Adam. Adam, the beginning. Uh, Atom. Atom, the beginning. A- Atom. Now, this is um, basically a prequel to, um, I guess, Astro Boy? Not basically, it is. Yeah, which is kind of like what they did with, um, what's his name? The doctor dude with the patches on his face. Yeah, um, Blackjack. Blackjack, yeah, which was a good season. I enjoyed that as well. So it's basically like... I did not. It's like, you didn't? <laughs> no, I thought it was a giant, let's all fap to Blackjack, he's so cool festival. I mean, like, I don't know. I no, it, it was, it was, it was insufferable. All right, well, whatever. I liked it. Okay, but so, I like your mushy pedal. So oh, what now? Well, yeah, see your your credibility just went out the window. Yeah, your yeah, your credibility. Did. <laughs> um. So yeah, In your I, face. So 
So Adam, the beginning is basically that whole, like, it's like what they did with Blackjack. It's a prequel to everything. It's like the origins of Astro Boy. Um, the art style looks, I mean, pretty much the same as what they did with, um, um, freaking, I am so bad remember, remembering names. The doctor dude again. Blackjack. Blackjack. Airplane. <laughs> Airplane to I've had a lot a of concussions, guys. I'm sorry. A black jacket. <laughs> yeah. But Jesus. Anyways, I, I'll read the synopsis for you guys if you don't know what asteroid oh, is. Oh, love of mothers. Uh, it says, Japan in the near future suffers an unexplained major disaster. Five years later, reconstruction is well underway. Two young researchers uh, at a university are pinning all their hopes on robot development. Now, their new interpretation of the eternal hero, Astro Boy, uh, up until his birth, is just about to start. So basically, it's going to lead right up into the birth of Astro Boy. Um, one of the directors, actually two directors, one of which has worked on Psychopaths. Um, he was the chief director on Psychopaths the first season, uh, as well as the Psychopaths movie. And uh, he did some planning on Psychopaths too, which I really enjoyed Psychopaths. Um, he also was a director on one of the greatest anime of all time. Oh, God. Fully Cooley. Oh, Fully Cooley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't want to stir up that horn. I know. I'm just joking. He just, you're poking the bear. But um, so, you know, he, he's worked on some good stuff. Um, I, I have no reason to believe this is going to be anything less than, at the very least, a good show. I mean, they wouldn't, they wouldn't like, take Astro Boy and yes, shit on would. him. Yes, they would. They might. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see it. Okay, now my next show, which is obviously the best of the season, oh, is no. is is you to Majiwaru Shikiyoku no Yoru ni. You son of a bitch. Otherwise known as Soryo to Majiwaru Shikoku Yoku no Yoru ni. Oh my god. Otherwise known as softcore porn, the <laughs> anime. Yeah, it's a it's a it's 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 a five minute episode show of a girl banging a hey, monk. Who, who, I'm sorry. Who is this? Your is this my impression or your impression? I'm sorry. I know you're excited, but for God's sake, zip it back up. Okay. Is Hold it on, zipped? Sorry. Uh, I zipped okay, it we're up. good. We're good. <laughs> done by Studio Seven, who has done some amazing gems, such as. Are you ready for this? Oh God. Um. Let's see here. They did. Hmm. Let me find some good ones. Baku ane ototo shibo chaozo. That's a hentai. It sure is. <laughs> and, it sure and, is. And otome dori, which has a girl in a magical girl suit, literally in bondage. Is that also a hentai? It sure is. <laughs> also, buta oh. no gotoki sanzoku ni toarareta shoujo wo ubawareru kyoyu himekishi an an onasabla. Holy shit, that's not the whole name. <laughs> I swear to God, that's the longest name ever. And, and you know, and you know that <laughs> your voice just kept getting. Out he was here. running out of breath. And you know that's hentai because it has kyonyu in the title, which means massive breasts. And then there's and then there's the gem known as Shikoku no Shaga, the animation which has literal censors over the photos. Oh my god. Then there's then there's Edo Semi, Echini Yurukuni ABC, which has a girl with massive breasts. Uh, so it's basically a hentai studio. Basically. Basically. Not basically, it is. From so, what I okay. understand, this particular show, there are two different versions of it. There's the version that's going to air, which is 15 plus, uh -huh. and then there's the unrated version, yeah. which is basically a hentai. Oh yeah, we're watching that one. <laughs> so please don't say it in that voice. Uh, we're gonna watch that one. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the reunion of Cujo oh, with his old female classmate. He has inherited his parents' temple and became a priest. 
However, after the two became drunk, he does something unexpected of him to her. Puts it in the ass. So I'm going to now play the trailer of this hentai, no. and we, of this, I mean, I mean, this anime, and we are going to, <laughs> and we are going to talk about it. The girl's very cute. She's very cute. Oh, do you want me to put it over here for you? Sure. Guys? Sure. All right. So I've moved it over to this other TV. It makes it very difficult for me to talk and watch it. All right. Well, all of us are the same. All right. So let's see here. Sorry, no mind. Bored that the otaku da. He looks like Saitama. He's, he's bald. He looks like me. No, he looks like, um, was it Ikaku from Bleach? Oh my god, yeah. He grabs her arm. It's barely animated. She's blushing as she looks into his eyes. He grabs her face and, oh, oh deep tongue oh. kissing. Damn. Oh my. Damn, that's intense. Oh, she's not lying in bed and she's not wearing any pants. That's not very And I think he's going down on her. Yep, that was some, uh, oh. that was some cleavage. That was some bear cleavage. That was the short trailer. It was bear cleavage? <laughs> bear cleavage. That was the short version of the trailer. The other version of the trailer has him coming out of the kitchen with food for her, and he, and she's like in her panties, and he's like, you shouldn't show lewd things to a man. And then he puts the food down and just pounces on her. I swear to God. Well, Jesus. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, that's that's going to be... Uh, so for, for those of you that just... going to be the fan pick, listener's choice. For those yeah. of you that just can't help... Who says I'm going to fail it? Oh God! For those of you that just can't help yourself, again, it's called Soryoto Majiwaru Shikoku Yoku Nio Yoru Ni. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, is, wait, it's my it's your turn. turn. Okay, I don't know how I'm gonna be able to follow that, guys. You can't. So uh, this is called Sakura Quest. There's only one hint. This anime, I think, is gonna be good. Yes. Um. Is this the one that's by the creators of Shirobako? I'll look that up for you. I believe. So, Sakura Quest. Yeah. Um, the synopsis says, five young women have one thing in common. The careers they planned for themselves weren't working out. Job dissatisfaction, trying to make ends meet, and personal insecurities lead each of them to start working at a local tourism bureau where their lives become intertwined. As the girls experience their first year on the job, they learn a lot about their town, their industry, and themselves. So, I'm torn between three things. I was excited for the show. I no, that's that's what like I think that this could be very slice of life, very women learning about themselves and and forming other like female relationships with each other. This could be about the tourism industry in Japan. This could be uh like this could actually I don't know, it could be slightly humorous but mostly just warm-hearted. Yeah. Like this this could be a heartwarming sort of well, anime. Did, did you watch Shirobako? I did not. Oh, oh wait, Shirobako was the one about the, uh, the... They worked in the anime industry? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's the same creators as that, and it's also about five girls working in an industry. I, I mean, I have no reason to believe it. It's, it's not by the awesome. same studio. It's yeah. not it by is. The, it's not by the well, same, same creator. Okay, though. same studio. But it, it, sounds, it sounds like it has probably the most potential to be something really good. Mm -hmm. It's been heavily for promoted. For me this season. Yeah, it, it looks in, really good. There were a lot of ads in Japan for it. The one thing that makes me nervous is that Funimation has already got licensing rights for it, hey, and they're already dubbing it. Hey. So, <laughs> they, they are notorious the last couple of seasons for picking the yeah. anime to dub that just bombed. Yeah. Outside of like, oh, no! exactly, exactly, Drop Man. Guys, I think we should dub an anime. We oh should. my God, can we? Yeah. Uh, it's just an episode. Can we dub an episode of an anime? I'll do the Foley work for it. As long as you're okay with it, with it like not matching the lip flaps, we could dub Garcia's <laughs> wing. Otherwise, it'd be pretty hard. Well, yeah, Garcia's wing didn't match to begin with. Yeah. I could I could try to learn how to edit the lip flaps. I mean, they do it for uh for all of the abridged series. If you are willing to sit through that horrible um exercise, I will do recordings. Sweet. 
Let's awesome. do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for the best on this one. We should do a poll. What episode? Why bother? What episode of what anime should yeah, we? Should we dub? Okay. Perf. Write that down. Um, <laughs> Put a pin in it. I think Chucky's up next. She sure is. Another anime with an insanely long title. Roku Denashi. Majutsu Koshito Akashic Records, otherwise known as <laughs> Akashic Records of Bastard Magic mm. Instructor. The Akashic Records. Yeah. It's important. Is it? What does that mean? I forget. It has some. No, it, it's a thing that has to do with like. You shut your mouth. I don't remember. I just know it's a thing. Sistina attends a magical academy to hone her skills to the magical arts, hoping to solve the mystery of the enigmatic Sky Castle. After the retirement of her favorite teacher, the replacement, whose name is Glenn, turns out to be... Glenn? That's what it says. Glenn turns out to be a lazy and seemingly incompetent bastard of an instructor. That's what it says. Mm. How is it that Glenn was handpicked by the best magician in the academy? Well, that's a really, really boring synopsis. Yeah. Done by Studio Linden Films, whom has done quite a lot of stuff, actually. Chat says, the Akashic Records show was so bad. So bad until I saw Edo Manga Sensei and Frame Arm Girls and realized what bad could really mean. Well, you know what? I'll tell you something. BCOM also likes HBK Euphonium, and so we can't really trust his opinion. <laughs> How rude. Do you love that? <laughs> B- BCOM, who is my Groove Coaster buddy. I still have that video. I need to put it up somewhere. Oh, I'd love to. I, put it on YouTube. I'd love to have the video, actually. He's also huge in Japan. Yeah, he could. Yeah. yeah what? BCOM. Oh, you mean compared to Japanese people? Yeah. Well, he's very tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I could always find out where the group was, no matter how far Just behind I up. was, because I'm looking for BCOM the whole time. <laughs> All right. So that was Chiaki's. It sounds awful. Okay. Next. Uh, next up is, so let's see. This is my third pick, which was my fourth choice. Oh, you're so spoiled. And I am so excited for this show. Why? It's going to be bad. No, it's not. Oh, the- I've already seen the whole thing. You definitely haven't, because the show is <laughs> the show is Boruto, Naruto, Next Generations. Oh, I thought it was a different one you were talking about. This one's definitely going to be bad. This show is going to be awesome. And you're going to be watching it for the next 16 years. I have so <laughs> good show. Congratulations. Look, watch ar- that child grow up. I've already watched Naruto for the past 14 years. All right, so, uh, so on episode 894 of the podcast, you might review this. I mean, I can go season by season or arc by arc or something like that. I don't have to wait until the whole thing's done. 500 episodes. I don't know. If, I don't know if we want to spend four episodes a year on Bo- on Boruto. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, I'm watching it. You do that. You do you. And uh, yeah, so Boruto is basically a show about Naruto's kid. So spoilers: Naruto grows up and totally bangs Hinata, <laughs> and they have a kid. Does he? Or not? Uh, yeah. Hinata. Uh, wait, is that right? I'm mixing up names again. So, uh, do, who does he end up with? The pink-haired girl? No. Who does he end up with? The girl with the eyes. Yeah, that's Hinata. Yeah. Okay. Okay. God, I'm so. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm my so mind bad automatically with went to Hinata from Haikyuu. Exactly. And I that's why I was like, like, I was like, wait a minute, am I messing this up? But yeah, so he basically uh, bangs. Does Sasuke die? Sorry. No. Okay. Spoilers. I know there's a lot of spoilers. I'm sorry for if God's you haven't sake. if you haven't watched Shippuden. I don't know what to tell well, you. Well, you just ruined it for everybody. But um. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this show. It's just it's, you know, Naruto's. What I love about it, and I was talking to you about this the other day. Like Naruto has been running for like 14 years, Jesus. and what's cool is that he's grown up the entire way. Like he started the show when he was 12, and now he's like in his 20s and has a kid and a wife. And he's so he's not like Ash Ketchum. 
Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's not, not like, perpetually twelve. He's years not, old. Yeah, he's not eternally twelve years old. So I kind of like. I that. could have learned a foreign language fluently and made a million dollars, but instead I spent that time watching Naruto. Yeah, you're di- goddamn right. <laughs> Nine hundred and forty <laughs> episodes of friggin' Naruto. Hey, there's only seven hundred and twenty-five episodes. I could so have far, memorized okay? every Chopin Nocturne. Twice. Twice. It is but kind of no. it is it is kind of sad when you when you think about like the last fourteen years and how far like Naruto's grown and I'm like, I didn't really accomplish much the last fourteen <laughs> years. I want to be the Hokage. The, yeah, he became the Hokage. He had a kid. I'm like, I'm still podcasting about anime. You know what'd be Shit. badass is if you tried to match Naruto's step by step and just follow in, his life exactly. Life. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Probably but, not. But yeah, so it, it's it's a show about his kid and also about. Sas- Shit, we gotta hurry Sasuke's up. kids in there as well. We're taking too long. But yeah, all right. Yeah. Moving okay. on. Awesome show. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it too. Next. Not that that's your <laughs> fault. I spent like nine minutes on the porn show. You did though. I know. Oh god. You were real right. excited about uh, it. Go, Kimiko. Like the wind. No, it's your turn. It's Chiaki. Or, or no, it's, it's, oh, it's your you you. All right. So this next Akasha? show, <laughs> this next show I'm doing is probably the best one I have. It's called Zero Kara Hajimeru Maho no Shou, which is an anime done by Studio White Fox. And it is done by director Hirakawa Tetsuo, who has no who has no credits. It's a story about. I watched the trailer. It's Come a story. On, give the guy some credit. He has no credits. It's a story about <laughs> witch, story about witches. Witches. Right. In the year five hundred twenty-six, at at of some fake calendar, the world <laughs> knew that witches existed and that they practiced the notorious art of sorcery. Nevertheless, the world did not know anything about the study of magic. Our story follows a half-man, half-beast mercenary. Humans mockingly call his kind the fallen beasts. He always dreamt of becoming a human, but one day he met a witch who could change his life forever. Do you desire to be a human? Then be my escort mercenary. The witch introduced herself as Zero and explained that she was searching for a -a one-of-a-kind magical tome that bandits had stolen from her lair entitled The Book of Zero. The grimoire supposedly contained valuable magical knowledge that could be used to effortlessly bring the world to its knees. So um, the trailer looked like a fantasy epic, basically, is how, cool. I'll, is how I'll put it. Like, there was lots of fighting and um, beast men and witches and action. Oh, is this the one with the little girl and the big beast dude? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I think pretty. it's probably going to be pretty good. Um, it looks exciting, and it's definitely one of the ones I'm looking forward to. So. Cool. Um, so one of my... So one of my other ones is called Suki Gakire. Ooh. And I'm looking up now the director for this one did um Angel Beats and Danganronpa. 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 Um a couple of things Persona 4 the animation. Oh. Um but not a lot of other things. So I'm not really too sure. It says uh the, is this based on a video game? Because both Danganronpa and Persona 4 are based on video it games. It says it's an original anime. Hmm. Uh, sources say that it's original. So the my anime list synopsis is uh, Kotaru Azumi and Akane Mizuno become, became third-year students at junior high school and are classmates for the first time. These two, along with fellow castmates... Uh, Chinatsu and Takumi relate to their peers through mutual understanding and feelings. As their final year at junior high school progresses, the group be, uh, the group overcome their challenges to mature and become aware of changes in themselves. It just it basically sounds like a slice of life, and I love that shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm I hoping I love that shit. I love it. Um, so I'm hoping that this is you know kind of the, I like the animation style. It looks a little bit softer 
And usually if it's got a little bit of a softer feel, kind of like Haru Musuko um, had almost like, a, you know, those precious moments dolls. It kind of had that like soft look to them. Um, I'm hoping that this one has a similar kind of slice of life, very light and warm sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. So I skipped one of Chiaki's, I realized. She has Grand Blue Fantasy, the animation. It's done by Studio A1 Pictures. So you've got a very prolific anime studio behind it, which is Probably a good thing. This is a world of the skies where many islands drift around in the sky. A boy named Gran and a talking winged lizard named Wyvern lived, which sounds like Wyvern, lived in some city whose name I can't pronounce, an island which yields mysteries. One day they come across a a girl named Lyria. Lyria had escaped from the Erst Empire, a military government that is trying to, to rule over this world using powerful military prowess. In order to escape from the Empire, Gran and Lyria head out into the vast skies holding the letter Gran's father left behind which said I will be waiting at Estalusia Island of Stars. Sounds like another fantasy epic. Mm. I think I saw the PV for that. Yeah, it seemed alright. It seemed kind of tropey because it was like, you know, one dude and a bunch of girls just going on this fantasy epic. So, I don't know. Who knows? Could be good. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm up next. So yes, I think so. My uh, number two pick, which uh, was three on my list. Getting towards the top here. Yes. Now, this is a sequel to the sleeper hit of 2014 oh that everyone doubted me on, but turned out to be one of the best shows of the year. And that is... Just admit to this, Anthony. This show sucks. No, it doesn't. Are you out of your mind? Shingeki no Bahamut, Virgin Soul. Which is yeah. a weird name, but whatever. Yeah, you do like your virgin. Yeah, that virgin soul. Um, so it's a sequel to Shingeki no Bahama Genesis. Takes place, I think. Uh, well, it says here ten years after the world escaped destruction due to the revival of Bahamut. So it's ten years after the original. Um, humans. As long the- as it has hot devil girls in it, I'm good. It does. It does. And I'm down. You're in luck. Um, humans at the royal capital gather wealth. Uh, the demons are enslaved to assist with the capital's revival, and the gods lose their power due to due to a decrease in religious piety. Is that the right piety? Pi- I think piety. Piety. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the world is thrown off balance as humans, gods, and demons hold their own ideas of justice. This is brought to you by Studio Mappa, who has worked on a crapload of really good stuff like Yuri on Ice. Uh, they worked on. Psh- Obviously, the original Shingeki no Bahama Genesis. They also worked on Sankyo no Terror, is which Favaro a in lot this? of people. Yeah, um, Favaro is supposed to be in this. I haven't seen him yet. I've only seen this the first episode. Where's only thing that carrot top looking bastard? Yeah. So the first episode is the only one out right now, uh, which I watched and looks freaking awesome. Like the animation's sick. The music is incredible. Uh, this show, it's 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 awesome. I'm I'm loving it already, and it's only one episode in. Um, the director is Sato Keiichi, who has directed uh, Tiger and Bunny, um, uh, the original Shingeki no Bahama Genesis, uh, some Saint Seiya stuff. He worked on that uh, as a director. Karas, which I don't know if you remember that from back in the day. Um, so he, he's worked on a few things. Uh, and yeah, like I said, I've seen the first episode. This show looks absolutely incredible. I highly recommend it. Unfortunately, I think the only way you can watch it is through Amazon's, um, what's that thing called? Strike or whatever. Don't know. Yeah. So, I mean. Or, or any of 500 streaming sites. Or you sense. can stream it illegally or whatever. But, yeah. So, Shingeki no Bahamut, Virgin Soul. Excuse the weird sub name, but it looks like an awesome show. Kimiko. Oh, yeah? I think it's your turn. It's it's. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. So my number one show, which I picked on my list basically because it was all over Japan and for no other reason than that, I, I know nothing about it. Clockwork Planet. Clockwork Planet is um, one day a black box suddenly crashes into the house of a high school dropout, Naoto Miyuda. Inside it was a female robot. The endless cycle of failure and success. The world that does change and the mankind that does not change. At the time where reality and fantasy are screaming, the encounters of these two will make the gears of fate move. That is such a Japanese synopsis right there. Terrible synopsis. Done by Studio Zebek. And um, here's here's what I thought after watching the trailer. Someone finds a girl. Lots of characters are wearing headphones. Looks like to have a fair amount of action in it and lots of like clockwork steampunky designs. All right. It's done by director Nagasawa Tsuyoshi, who did Hayori, Hayori Nyaruko san and Mmm, which aren't very good shows. Um, at least Mmm was that not very good. That one was mine. <laughs> yeah, whenever we'll I that. I, w- I had to watch that. Well, why, piece why am I not surprised? Brilliance. Oh, no. Just for your impression, I failed it. Oh, okay. I actually um, don't think this. Sh- this show could be good. I don't know. It, it had some massive advertisements in Akiba, like entire sides of buildings large. So mm-hmm. I was like, I said, that's why I remembered it. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I remember that show. So I picked it. All right. So whatever. Okay. So I am going to make an executive decision and dun, dun, dun. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to read a synopsis for two different anime because I'm going to watch them both. Oh, okay. Because I just realized that I missed one that I totally would have picked. Um, none of us picked it. Oh. So the one that was my actual pick was called uh, Sakurada Reset. Right. And the synopsis for that is nearly half the population of Sakurada, a small town near the Pacific Ocean, has some sort of unique power. These powers range from being able to enter the mind of a cat to resetting the world back to a certain point (laughs) in time in the past. There's a group known as the Kanri Kyoku um, that controls and monitors the use of these powers. Asaike and Haruki Misora work for their school's club called Hoshi, which ex- uh, executes any missions received from the Kanri Kyo. So uh, Misora has the ability to reset the world back three days, which means that all events in any memory of the past three days that could have happened never happened. Kei has the ability to remember the past. Even after Misora uses her powers to reset the world back three days, Kei will retain those three days in memory, and combining their powers, these two solve missions issued by the Kanri Kyo. This sounded really interesting. It, it sounds super interesting, so yeah. I'm hoping that that works out really really well. Now, the one that everybody apparently skipped, which I'm like, I could totally see myself picking this if I had realized, but is called Alice to Zoroku. Oh, yeah. How um, did we all miss that? I have no idea, but nobody has it, so I'm taking it. So, uh, the synopsis there oh, is... I had it. I just had it low on my list. Oh, okay. So, a group of young girls possesses a mysterious power known as Alice's Dream, which gives them the ability to turn their thoughts into reality. Detained and experimented upon, these youths are locked away in secret until one of them manages to escape. Her name is Sana, a girl with the power to ignore the very laws of physics. When this willful powerhouse crosses paths with a stubborn old man named Zoroku, his carefully ordered life will never be the same like again. Sana, as in where I was... Uh, just excitedly stretching out my nakedness with no. uh, with Enzo and uh, Bcom and that was Shen. a sauna. A sauna. 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 So yeah, I, the, the show looked pretty interesting, and I yeah. and I some of the people don't run away from your feelings. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, no, it, it does. Like I don't know how I bypassed it entirely. Like I just 
missed it. Godius Maximus gives an alternative title to the show. The Old Man and the Psychic Loli. <laughs> Pretty much. That's basically what it is. <laughs> um, and I'm not expecting too much from it, but it, it also sounds like it could be interesting. And so I just, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. I mean, it's three episodes, so might as well. So I'm yep. going to do them both. All right. Chiaki's next, Chiaki's number one pick is Attack on Titan. Um, shocker. What? <laughs> Shock. So, that was my number two choice, which I didn't get. Same. Moving on. But that's it. Yeah, it's everybody. Attack. Everybody on friggin' Earth it's knows what this Titan. is. Okay, so I am so mad that this is your number one pick and you took it from me. Ah, oh, yes. You loser. So my number one pick. You did roll a one out of twenty. I mean, you rolled me a one out of twenty. I did. So my <laughs> number one pick is an incredible show that I watched. I, I think the first season was also one of mine, uh, which I gave. Uh, I don't know what the exact score, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, a one. A one out of five. One point five. Um, no, a one. one point, just a one? Yeah. Is it a point five maybe? No. Maybe it was like yeah, half a point? It was, it was a one. Okay. Um, so that is the second season of My Hero Academia. Yes. Or Boku no Hero Academia. I'm looking for my fart noise drop. Which, no. Uh, which is freaking awesome. So it's so good. If you haven't seen the first season of My Hero Academia, you're doing it wrong, first off. Second <laughs> off, uh, it's a show about a young boy. So he lives in a world where... Everyone is born with what they call quirks, which are special abilities, like superpowers. And they could be anything from like, um, you know, you have the ability to uh, fly or you have the ability to throw, grow like sticky balls on your head and you can throw them at people. By the way, before I before I get like a 160 th- post Facebook thread about how much everyone hates me, I was just kidding. I, I, I haven't even seen I know. My Hero Academia. So I know you're kidding. Please, I don't... I, that's the thing, though. Is not a lot of people need, know when you're kidding. I don't need <laughs> apparently. I I don't need any two hundred. I don't need any two hundred reply threads on Facebook telling me how much I suck. Yeah, but he already yeah. knows how much he sucks. We got enough of those. <laughs> I already know how much I suck. Um, but yeah, so My Hero Academia, kids are born with superpowers. Main character is not born with a superpower and is made fun of because of it. Until one day, he meets a guy called All Might, who is like the greatest of all the superheroes and is super powerful. Um, and the kid shows his heroic ability, even though he doesn't have any powers and he tries to save a friend, almost gets killed. All Might says, you're worthy and is, is going to give the kid his power, except the kid can't really handle the power. So it's all about him growing and going through a superhero school and learning how to use his powers. And so second season kind of picks up from the first season and, um, he's still going through more training and tests and things like that. It's awesome it's a ton of fun the characters are all weird and wacky and lovable uh i've seen the first two seasons or the first two episodes of this current second season and it's awesome so if you're into the shonen action stuff definitely check it out that's my number one pick that's it that's the end that's the end we've done all of them all 21 of the anime 21 that's right. 21. With that bonus. All right, so what do you think the best anime of the season is going to be, Kimiko? The one I'm most excited for is Boku no Hero. The best um, anime of the season. I think... I'm going to say... It's definitely one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, hmm, I want to say Boku no Hero Academy, but just to be different, I will say um, Shingeki no Bahamut. I'm going to say Sakura Quest. Because that show looks freaking incredible. I'm just going to say Attack on Titan because... Come on, the tourism of the, the the tourism industry in Japan, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on. Uh, this truck outside plays like 900 decibel. Jesus, uh, subwoofers. I know. <laughs> All right, so we are gonna go ahead and take another news break. When we return, we will be doing our review of Ajin season two. So stick around. We'll be right back.
Hey everybody, this is Mitsugi, and it's time for your second anime news break. Yoshiyuki Tomino, the man who most of you know as being the father of Gundam, attended the Romix Anime and Manga event in Rome, Italy recently, and as part of this event, they were screening Tomino's Gundam Recon and G anime series. Also as part of this event, and at a fan meeting for the screening, Tomino said that there is a new project for Gundam Reco being developed presently. So for those of you that are huge fans of Gundam, there is a new Gundam Reco anime that is in development, so get excited for upcoming Gundam properties being released in the future. And in more new anime slash game releases, Nippon Ichi Software, the company that is most well known for the Disgaea game franchise, has announced that they are making a new game and it is indeed a horror title. Those of us that are big fans of, of Nippon Ichi Software were afraid that they wouldn't be making any more games after they announced that they might not do so after, Gun after Disgaea 5 was released but it looks like the game was profitable enough for the company to continue operating and little bite-sized chunks of a teaser trailer for this new upcoming horror title have been being posted on the company's website so for those of you that are big fans of horror games strategy turn-based RPGs or just Nippon Ichi software in general you might want to go check out their website to get some info about the new game and continuing new game and anime announcements it looks like the website for the television anime of Pio and Roots TQ have announced that TQ, the sports anime that follows the lives of everyday four everyday girls in a high school tennis club, is getting a ninth season coming this summer. So the main cast looks like it includes Yui Watanabe as Yuri, Suzuko Mimori as Kanae, Kyoko Narumi as, as Nasuno and Kana Hanazawa as Marimo. So for those of you that are big fans of TQ, more is coming. It looks like Shin Itagaki is once again directing, writing, storyboarding, and designing the characters for the upcoming season. So you can probably expect some pretty good consistency between seasons. More Haikyuu is coming. That in the summer. Last up, again, more anime announcements. Kodansha and Production IG announced on Friday that there is a new anime based on the Ghost in the Shell manga being developed. It has been greenlit. Kenji Kamiyama, who was the man involved with Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, and Shinji Aramaki of Appleseed are both directing the anime. However, the format and the release date of the new release has not yet been announced. So we'll just have to wait a little bit longer to get more details. But for now, a new Ghost in the Shell anime is coming. This was Mitsugi, and this was your second anime news break. Now, time to get back to the podcast. We know the truth. It's written all over your face. You're addicted to anime. But it's more than that, isn't it? Are you also addicted to the AAA podcast? Get all the content, early episodes, after parties, hobby addicts, hentai episodes, show notes, ringtones, and more by joining our $7 support tier. Go to aapodcast.com slash join and select the $7 tier to get access to everything. This means you'll get an extra eight episodes of podcast goodness delivered right to your ears every month. That's less than $1 per episode. 
And that's on top of all the other bonuses, like ringtones and show notes. So head to aaapodcast.com forward slash join and select the $7 tier. Set up your membership and you're good to go. Story time with Cram. And yes, we are now presently in Cram's house. Right. So We are in the, uh, the murder room. Actually. Yes, yeah. this oh, yeah. is the murder room. Oh, it's, would you like to tell? You have to tell the story now. Uh, I've told it on the podcast before, but I guess it was back in 2006, December of 2006. Uh, someone was murdered in this house. The people that were living here, um, the son was taking care of his mother, and she was very ill, as I understand it. And I guess he wanted to put her out of her misery, so he took a pillow and uh, asphyxiated her. Right here. Right here. Right where we're same doing to this. Tommy? Right here. Yeah, same to Tommy. Well, no, they changed the to Tommy. Oh, they changed the to so Tommy. We oh, are, so you mean to tell me that we're actually broadcasting right now in the exact maybe square meter where a person was smothered to death? Yeah. Wow. We're also underneath my bedroom uh, where a man died of an illness. <laughs> wow. The father. Nobody will ever want to spend the night at Cram's house. Back to the podcast. And we are back to the 366th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. We are back. Woo! So That's good right. to be back. 66th. I know. I kind of. Nice job, Mike Tyson. Sorry. Of course, before we get into our review, we have a five star review. Yes, we do. Before, Before we, we get into re- one review, Before we get- review, someone reviewed us. Yes, that's right. Positively. And they always which give is us rare. a five. Which <laughs> is super rare. And it's probably not because we promise we'll read it on the show if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It's not that rare nah, because we have, be a, that. we have a shitload of reviews on iTunes. So their subject line, oh, this one comes from Killing Joke, 1215, which is an excellent nice. comic book. Uh, the subject line says, the podcast is amazing. It's true. Aw. says here, I downloaded iTunes just to leave this review. Oh my god. For the longest time. Dude, you should get a medal because that's like a 9 million megabyte file. <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, I was an ex anime addict and I had been uh, off the stuff for years. <laughs> but these four hosts have hooked me right back onto the goods. This is one of the best podcasts I've ever heard, bar none. The hosts are intelligent, knowledgeable about the subject matter, extremely diverse, and super entertaining and hilarious. We're diverse because of you. Those are a lot of compliments that I don't know we live up to. <laughs> Uh, I love this show so much that I subscribed to the $7 subscription. Oh, shit. Tier. Oh, that is this awesome. This guy's my friggin' hero. Aww. And have yet to be disappointed. Give it time, you will be. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> what the hell was that? I like that five-star review so much that I thought I'd do that. Whew. That was y'all something. Hot, y'all hot and bothered now? N- more just confused, but you like need, in you, a mildly aroused way. Do you need a glass of water? Oh, yeah. She's hard as a rock right now. So hard. I know I am. <laughs> My dick's never been harder. <laughs> I can feel these nips. <laughs> Ajin 2. Ajin 2. Can I just can I just start this review by making an, a public service Ajin 2 is an anime? It's, I, I, I just want to lead off with my soapbox. Oh, boy. All right. We all hate... We all hate CG, right? No. Uh, I I I mean facetious. <laughs> I mean facetious. Uh, I don't hate it, but like some people do. I think fifty percent of anime fans won't even try Ajin because oh, yeah. it's, it's CG. Well, I posted. Well, I mean, Knights of Sidonia didn't necessarily 
yeah. start the bar off very high. I, I thought I, it was. I thought Knights of Sidonia looked pretty good. I, I did. Okay. I did post in the Facebook group page, facebook.com slash group slash anime or AA podcast, um, and asked you know the listeners and the viewers what they thought about Ajin. And there were a few, quite a few, that were like, "Well, it's it's CG, so I don't like it." Exactly. So I was and, like, and "All I, right, well, I, that's fair." And I will tell you right now that Ajin looks and move. It moves better than any animated season of an anime I've seen in like five years. Mm. That's fair. I mean, I they mean, have better control over it when it it's, looks frigging great. But it's not the sort of CG that I think we are used to either like think, it has a very unique animated cg style i think it's improved a lot since i mean because it's the same studio that worked on both seasons of knights of sidonia as well as the the first season of ajin right it's the same yeah. studio so they've had a lot of time to kind of like perfect their methods i know the first season of knights of sidonia i was like mm, doesn't, it didn't look that great it looked a little odd and so you can definitely tell they've improved over time ajin looks this anime looks great the facial expressions are freaking insane impressive for I sure i mean holy shit I mean, this anime looks amazing. Yeah. So that's my soapbox. Okay. okay. Should, people should get over the CG thing. Right. This, this, this. It looks like it looks like a high budget anime movie. That's how it moves. Mm. In fact, I would say even then, this might move better. Okay. So, Ajin, very well done CG animation. Um, now, this of course, this is the second season. I yeah, the second first, season. The first season, um, I don't remember what we gave. I think like a four, like a four, probably. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I gave it a five, but I was really drunk. Oh, <laughs> we reviewed Aji. Do you after... remember that review? I don't. Oh, I, I remember shit. half of it. I oh, think was that I the... remember reviewing it, but I don't remember what I said or what was I. Was that gave the Garzy's Wing drinking episode? That was the Garzy's Wing drinking episode. Dude, episode. Whoever, whoever wanted us to review Garzy's Wing nearly killed Kiko. <laughs> I almost died. Good best, job. The best. I got. I didn't get nearly as drunk on that one as I did for. The uh, Super Lovers season two Ooh. drunk episode. Though. We gotta do another one of those. I I can't keep knocking back the Moscow <laughs> Mules though. I'm gonna have to take it a little bit easier. You just downgrade to like beer. You'll be, you'll be yeah, well. I won't get drunk. Not what, on beer. What, what was, which what, like which a episode? Strong beer. How, how about that 15 percent wine you guys were drinking? That's fair. I'll which episode that. was it that you were just drinking straight vodka and then you took my vodka? I'm pretty sure that was the Garzy's Wing oh, episode. Okay. That's why I don't remember the Ajin okay, review. Okay, okay. All right. All right. So Ajin, for those that don't know, we is a show this. is a show <laughs> about if we can. It takes place in Japan, um, probably in present day. And it's, a, it's near future or like a not too yeah. distant future because they have a lot more like higher technologies in their classroom, I think. So I let's guess, say yeah. maybe like 30 years in the future or something maybe. like that. Uh, the time period doesn't really make much of a difference. The, the, the premise of the show is that there is a, um, a type of human that is being born called that, an ajin called an ajin which are they, they cannot be killed basically you kill them they revive yes uh, in addition to that they also have the ability to create a an invisible um creature that is uh they call them ghosts it's an invisible creature that or bms right ibm ibms IBM. yeah oh well, yeah ibms i guess the kids the name of his ibm is ghost yeah. yeah, he yeah. calls it ghost. Yeah, and um, so not to be confused with with Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> what? Uh, the one of the direwolves is named Ghost. Oh, Jon Snow's direwolf. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so it's about these these people that can't be killed. Uh, one of them is this evil dude uh, named Sato. Sato. Um, I'm so bad with names. He's a friggin' badass. He kind of is he's, though. He like is I want to hate him, but badass. he's so badass. He's, we'll get into that when we talk about what we don't like about the show. Oh, uh, oh boy! Are you serious? Yeah, Sato's freaking great. Mm. Well, well, well and once again, it's going to be Kimiko and there Mitsugi. Are, there and are problems. There are problems with the show, uh, and, and I will talk about uh, them when we get to that. Perfect. 
Not oh, a, okay. Definitely not. So um, more about the plot. So, yeah. So Sato is a guy who is an Ajin and, but his, his goal, the problem is that the government has been experimenting on Ajin and kind of like, since they can't die, they've been testing like weapons on them, like chemical weapons and all this stuff and torturing them and seeing what they're capable of. And Sato, very cruel experiments, very cruel experiments. And so Sato is kind of going on this revenge tour where he wants the government to admit what they've done and to provide safe haven for Ajin or so it seems. Right. Um, that's his goal. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the types of experiments that are being done, they're they're beyond anything we've seen in real life. I mean, well, because yeah, the Ajin can't die; they resurrect themselves. Yeah. So they're basically finding different ways to, to kill, kill them. Yeah, it's like imagine being in a lab where you were, where you die a hundred times a day. Yeah, well, like that's how yeah. horrible that sounds. Yeah. How unspeakably atrocious that yeah, is. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So. Right. So his whole thing is he's going to be killing all of these uh, higher ups in the government and in this industry that the government is working with doing these tests on the Ajin and he gets a group of Ajin to join him um, in his coup and this young boy named um, what the hell is his name I can't remember I don't remember oh, Na- Naga Naga oh my god Naga. I should oh, know his uh, name Na- Nagai? K-, K Nagai K Nagai yeah sorry um, I-, I point to you whenever it's a name because I can't remember names uh, so K Nagai he's a a school age boy, probably in, yeah, high, he's in like high school, sixteen or something. Yeah, and he is also an Ajin. He kind of like uh, is working with a certain part of the government to take down Sato. According to this website, he's seventeen. Okay, and um, so basically, season one, they get to a certain point. Season two, they continue with their endeavors to stop this dude, and he kind of goes on a rampage and kills like fifteen yeah people S- that he had on a list. Sato has a list, and he announces it to the whole country of Japan. I'm going to kill all these people in this order. You can't stop me. And they're all authority mm-hmm. figures and/or people who work in like higher positions yeah. and yeah. stuff, right? And one of them is one of them is the prime minister of Japan. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. can't get much higher than that. Yeah. And so a lot of this anime is them trying to stop him. I mean, that's pretty much. Well, a lot of this season, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to continue, obviously. Oh, it's mm. definitely yeah. going to continue. Um, but despite that, this I think this season has a very definitive end, which is really cool to see. Like it, it, it feels like you could watch the second season, and if they mm. didn't make a third, I wouldn't be super Does disappointed. I think so. I, I think it has like I a, was satisfied by the ending. I think it has like a Power Rangers end, where it's like you beat the bad guy, but you didn't really beat the bad guy. He'll be back next time on Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, it's it's still enough happened, and there was enough of a beginning and middle and end mm-hmm. to the the season yeah. that it feels satisfying to be left there. If for some reason they didn't make a third, I feel kind of. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that because it's like it hasn't ended at all. Like, it didn't end. I mean, it sort of ended, and then they kind of unended it. Yeah, had it. Yeah, had it there. concluded. Before that last scene, I would have been like, oh, sweet, it's over. I don't think we really need to talk about that last scene, though, because I don't want to spoil. That's fair. Spoil That's it. fair. True. But so he's an extremist, Sato, and he's controlling these other Ajin by telling them that he's he, he's out to make a better world for them where they can have sovereignty and that where they have equal rights. And really, you really Sato is just a, like a crazy guy who wants to fight and play games. Yeah, I so, mean, that's kind of like... I guess it's it's hard to not spoil because it's like the the premise is what we already discussed. The rest is kind of like the, the details of the show itself. Like even what you just said about how it seems like he's really got these righteous um, ideologies. Like he's like, oh, I'm doing this for the Ajin. But in reality, he's basically just a kid with a game. Like he's he's trying to beat a game and get a high score and that kind of stuff. I just love how tight this anime story is. It's like 
people might go, oh, really unoriginal is terrorism, and you know you're gonna kill. You're basically the story is I'm gonna I'm gonna kill these people, and then they, and then the good guys are like, no, you're not. I'm gonna we're gonna try to stop you, and that's the story, right? Yeah, pretty. Much. It was story. very it was very diehard in the second season. Yeah, the second season, and and like that may not seem super complex or original, but in anime it is, and it's not convoluted, mm-hmm. and it's not the pacing is not, fantastically done. It's yet. not loaded with tropes. And it's and the pacing, as Kimiko just said, is awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I didn't have to suffer through my little sister's panties, or I didn't have to oh, suffer through bad. like another anime <laughs> about witches. The characters are fantastic in and of themselves too. They're all very distinct, very individualized mm-hmm. characters. It's fresh. I like. Oh wow, you! I, I had. Like what is your I had, beef? I had a couple of issues. I think the worst character with three one, of the characters. One of the worst characters in the show is Kana guy, the main guy. Okay, yeah, so so that is one thing I that I, I, awesome. I had I had issues, and this is really the only negative that here, I have here, about here, the show. Are you ready for this, Kimiko? These are the negatives here, of the show. Here he comes. Three okay. characters. The three negatives are three characters. Yes. Okay. Kane, a guy. What's wrong with him? He is. He's dry. Seventeen years old. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the season, they are. He's completely lost, and they're like, "Well, we're going to train you how to use your weapons and your abilities and all that stuff." And then, like a couple episodes later, he is running a government organization on his own as a seventeen-year-old. Don't kid. they go through like a time? Like, don't they jump a little bit? Even if not, it, not enough. Time. Even if it was a year, he's seventeen years old, and he is telling these other government, uh, like secret agents, what to do. And he's like, "Here's the plan." And I'm like, "Well, that You're was a kid. How do you was, have the plan?" That was only because the leader of the group got. Take it doesn't matter. It, well, someone these has, like, to, someone has like to step up. Forty-year-old dudes who have been working in military action well, their entire it's lives. It's not that big of a stretch. He's the most powerful Ajin. Doesn't matter. Right? Well, he's I feel like. A, well, no, I feel like strategist. They they leaned well, on he, him for that decision because he was setting they up the strategy. They had him on the whiteboard doing. Okay, we're gonna go in here. I don't agree. I don't agree with him. This is exactly what happened. I don't agree. I don't but agree. But you can't. You can't disagree with it. That's why I definitely can disagree with you. They couldn't have done the plan without him, and so they were they were waiting for his decision because if he went. No, I'm out. They not, couldn't do it. That's not what I'm saying. Oh what boy. I'm saying is he drew up the plan. There's yeah. a there's several scenes with him on a whiteboard. Because he was saying, heavily incorporated into it. I think Cosmo's forgetting the first season. What do you mean? The first he's scene, like a he's like a genius in school, and the whole first season they're ta- he strategizes the whole first season. I mean, I, he was on his it's own the, the whole first it's, season, it's so he strategizes like, what he does. But when you're working with a government organization whose the, job but he's is to most, run covert ops, but he's and the then most, you're telling them what okay. to do? He's the most powerful character in the show. Like, I, all, the rest of, all the rest of the quote-unquote leaders... It doesn't matter how would, powerful he yes, is. He's, not, a, he's all, not freaking Dexter. It absolutely oh. does. All the rest of the characters that you would put into authority positions are weak-ass little humans that he could expunge with a blink. It doesn't matter no how gonna strong he is. if he's He can't be coming up with the plan if he's working He's a genius. Okay, can I just... Well, he sure doesn't seem like a genius. One thing real quick. Yeah, I can agree with both of you on both of the things, and mm-hmm. here's why: I think that he is definitely intelligent enough to have come up with the strategy, but I don't think that they would have let him. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what who's going to stop him? He'll kill all of them if he wants to. Okay, so he's just going to go rogue and kill the entire. I just he don't think stupid. He does, play, does plenty of killing. I don't throughout think the, the show. characters should have been so willing to simply follow him just because the guy was in charge. But he proved that he could make the plan, and the plan was sound. So they followed him anyway. Someone's got to step up amongst all these little pussy ass dudes that won't that'll just sit there and cry. I just think it's asleep. a little weird. And he did. And I he just think it's himself, a, and they followed him. I just think it's a little weird when in one episode he's incapable, and they're teaching him how to. 
shoot a gun and do pull-ups. And then the next episode, he's calling all the shots and saying, well, this is what we need to do. You're going to he, go in here, and then we're going to go here and shut off this power here. He was, like, I think that was also a defining moment for him in the sense that he was just letting them be like, here's how you do your, here's how you use your powers, here's how you do a push-up. Uh, but he was reluctant to be a part of it at all. And then you hit that point where he says, all right, I'm going to be in this. I'm going to offer up my abilities. I'm going to help you with this strategy. It was okay. the turning point for Nagai. So in addition to that, another one of my problems with him is he had the Shinji Akari syndrome where he was like, I don't want to. Why do I have to do this? I just want to be left alone. Wasn't but I was actually annoyed by the fact like, that Jesus he like was Christ. dragging everybody down wasn't with him that, in it but too. But wasn't that only for like one episode? That was, was for a, that was for most of the season. It was pretty much like almost all of the second half of the first season and for like the first couple of episodes of the second. Like maybe four or five. Okay. It was pretty. It was a little mm. annoying, especially right. the way he interacts with the blonde kid. And what the th what's the third? So your first uh, two uh, complaints so are both Kana guy. All right, well, that's the first. One? Well, he's the one. one. Another complaint is uh, his buddy, the, the blonde kid. He annoyed the shit out of me. Kaito, way too dumb. Like K is way oh, yeah. too intelligent. Not Kaito. Yeah, Kaito yeah. is way too dumb. No, it's not Kaito. Or like, the, he the is, blonde, or whatever his name is. The the guy that was the other. The Ajin. other Ajin, Yeah. There's two blonde characters. He is. He like, was the only character that genuinely annoyed me. Cole. His name's Cole. Cole. Like Kano. like they went on one far end of the spectrum for K and the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Like he was a four-year-old level intelligence and just... He was ugh. just, he was too naive. Yeah. Like, at one point, the naive character has to stop being so naive in yeah. order for character growth and for the plot to progress right. in, a, in, in that character's involvement. Mm -hmm. And he just stayed, like, almost too oblivious to what's going exactly. on for somebody who has died at least six times in yeah. season one. Or, like, and, and there are situations where it's like, okay... You've you've been going through the situation for a long time. You kind of understand what's going on, and yet he still doesn't deal with it and still acts like a child. And it's like you need to man up. Like you've you've been going through this for a long time now. Yeah. Figure it out, dude. Dude, you dude, you just made a criticism about a character who no. manned up, and then no, another character no, 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 you no. bitched because he no, didn't. No, man no, no, up. no, no, no. There's <laughs> a huge. Man, why don't you man up and admit that you are contradicting yourself? No, I'm not. You there's just a, did. There's a vast chasm of difference between their characters. Himself? No, I didn't. You bitched because one character manned no. up and another character. There's a didn't. difference between not acting like a baby and being like the most intelligent human in the world. Like there's a vast chasm there. Like he was acting like a child. And it was like, at least give me a little bit of maturity. And if, the other guy was like, apparently the most intelligent human on earth. If he had like magically become like, a, 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 you know, like a guy with a, a spine or whatever and man no, up. No, I didn't suddenly, need would that. You bitch, would I, you bitch because he suddenly no, became a No, because that's a, a how characters person? develop and grow is that you realize what situation you're in and you kind I'm of grow as lawyer. a character instead of <laughs> stay exactly the same the entire show. Well, what do you think that Kay did? He grew. He took He took charge. He took so the, the he, argument there isn't that he grew and took charge. His personality power, leadership yeah. position. The, ar the argument isn't that he grew and took charge. The argument is that why on earth would a 17-year-old be in charge of mil like or, military special ops people? Because, because Rather, why would they follow him so willingly? Because their entire operation is based around the fact that he can regenerate his Doesn't IBM matter. multiple times. Yes, it does. They okay. can't even so fight Sato without who is, him. Who is, who is, who is the, the most muscular person on a football team? The other... The other who, no, answer the, my question. Who's the most muscular person on a football team? Like I, a defensive I, lineman no or something? idea. Right? Aren't they like the strongest? I don't know. A tight end maybe? I okay. don't know. Are they also the captains? Are they the coaches? Not no. necessarily. So just because you're the most powerful doesn't mean you should be in charge. So just because he can kill everybody doesn't mean that he should be calling the shots. <laughs> the, the, okay, so your third character. There was only wait a second. There was only one good Ajin that could even summon his power. 
Because the, Again, blonde, you're, you're, the blonde kid that you hate couldn't yeah. summon his doesn't power. Doesn't matter. I, yes, just, I just made this without, point. Without K, their just entire organization doesn't even exist. That's Did true. You, you just completely didn't himself. listen to what I said. Uh. Just because he's stronger, physically stronger, doesn't mean that he should be calling the shots. He wasn't He doesn't know what he's doing. Actually, he's a child. I, actually, I don't agree with you there. Okay. Okay. So, so, so then, your, so so then the tight end or the defensive lineman should be the coach, is what you're saying. No, not necessarily. Because he's the strongest. Not necessarily. So he should be the coach. He should call the shots. It's not football. That's you're talking about killing people here. This is different. It's strategy. It's, it's developing oh a God. plan. Let's move on. Your third well, character. Kana, Kana guy was a genius, so he, he was. strategized. So he wasn't. He was. He was I'm a genius. He was a strategist. Here, you're not. You are. But he's the strongest the people, and the smartest. The people in the chat are on my side. He's the strongest and the smartest. That's true. But he's still 17 years old. It so the fact that they followed him so willingly. And he's not the smartest. Okay. He, well, he may be he an intelligent 17 year old. He was the smartest after you removed the real leader who got taken. Well, then I guess people that are like special ops agents are. Really freaking dumb. They probably are. Kid is smarter Have you them. ever met government people that work for the government? Uh, <laughs> I used to do aud- I used to do audits for the IRS. They're pretty dumb. <laughs> All right. Well, third, what, what third what's your, character? What's your third? The complaint? third character I had problems with was Sato, who I who I think is awesome Why? because he was way too powerful. He had he, Suji. He, he could. You know, he, he's pulling a Mito Suji on us. I honestly, I, I Sato Sato's fucking awesome. I mean, like, I'm sorry, I don't literally. I can beat Sato. This whole show was Sato. Give me a gun and a sword. I will shoot him and then cut his head off as he regenerates. That's all you got to do. What? And they would uh, not do it the entire well, show. Is okay. he real? So, I will... Okay. I he thought that Sato... Okay, that's he, a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, not well really. done. Well, I mean... Whatever. The point so, is that he was way too impossible to beat. And it's it's one dude. And he goes into a room and like hand-to-hand combat takes out like five trained military personnel okay, and he's an so old see, man. That I will agree with is like, the fact that what? Sato they don't give us enough information on why Sato can they said he's ex-military so well, yeah, what but that's still he's not quite enough for as much as he should be able to do however they needed a and this probably goes back to what your issue with K is mm-hmm. they needed a bad guy who intellectually could stand up against K mm-hmm. and so it ended up being a a level of intelligence that because they don't describe it very well just ends up coming off as he's He's just I too think, powerful. I think my big Sato's problem, the best character on the show. I think my problem is that I can't agree with. I think, I, I, who's who's better than Sato? K's best friend. True, and Kaito? they they, yeah. they severely they, underused they him. Under, it was like they they built him up in season one to yeah. be this character that was going to have the the human influence to the odd genes. Yeah, and then they just like well, away. and then they, they didn't use. Well, him. he got arrested. Yeah, he was in jail. Well, true, but jail. I mean, like, they, then he gets they out had of jail, an opportunity and then they just to use him show and they him for didn't. one episode. I mean, if anything, that should be the complaint that he just shows up out of nowhere. I think the big problem, I think the overall problem is the balance, the character balance in the shows. Like, the characters don't make sense a lot of times. Like, they're either, they're too far to one end or another end of the spectrum, and they're not, real. they're not, I know it's, sound, it's stupid to say realistic, but they're not realistic enough. It's like, real people... Won't it's behave a show like about that. immortal people. I know, really but you realistic. still want to. But the, char- the the character personalities, I think, is what he's. I want to know. I want to know why why you have such a problem with Sato being unstoppable. There's you, you have because you have, it's because they don't dude, do it. If, dude, if he was going to be unstoppable, they need to talk. You just asked me a question. Yeah, I know I didn't. It was a hypothetical question. Okay. You got you got five special forces agents against a guy who has an invisible super being. He doesn't and use he it. He can't die. He goes hand he to hand. He doesn't need to. He can't die. He can't die. You it can't doesn't kill matter him. if you he can't, can't die. He goes hand to hand combat. You can't kill him. You stab him. He wakes up and he stabs you. You, you have a really hard time listening. <laughs> 
He's immortal. It you doesn't matter. Him. He's immortal. That doesn't play a part in that scene. It does. He walks into a room, hand-to-hand combat against five trained military personnel. Why can't he be a badass? And whoops all their asses. So why can't he be a badass? Because he's an old man. Okay. And so he's what? going up against five trained military we personnel. Do also, we do from, also not know how old he is, for one. Like, he might just kind of come off as, like, he might be in, like, his 50s, his late 50s or something. Mm. Um, but... The fact that he has this ability to fight just wasn't hit upon. Mm-hmm. Like I think that But even if it was, one man going into a room in hand-to-hand combat, five other men, even if they're not trained, if if you took a professional fighter and he walked into a room with five just high school wrestlers, he would get his ass whooped. You could argue that, that a part it's not, of his it's ability... It's not based in reality. Well, you could argue that a part of his ability in hand-to-hand combat comes from the fact that he just does not have uh, any fear of yeah. dying in it. Like, and, that added boost I, of... of Yeah. Yeah, like, and he he knows What I think another thing is that at no point in the show was he ever on the ropes. Like, he is just so beyond unbeatable. It's like, at, at no point is he ever like, oh, I don't know, this might not work out for him. No. He he just runs through everybody. He's an impossible. He's 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 Mito Suji from uh, Yomushi Pedal. We're spending. You see, I told you. He is. <laughs> he is though. It's like he's just completely unbeatable, and, again, and, and again, there's no okay. there's and no again, tension. I don't agree. I think there's, Sato is the, one of the best characters in the show. Well, uh, he, there's no tension. It's like he's never gonna lose. You know he can't lose. He just runs through everybody. Except he doesn't lose until he does. I will. I will but admit he, he was. But or does he? Spoiler. You know he doesn't. I okay, so I will admit Sato was badass, but I can see your point that it was a little bit too much of a, uh, a little bit too much of an all powerful, almost omnipotent aspect of him. It's mm. nitpicking. Those are like little nitpicking. It's not things. nitpicking. That was nitpicking. I will, I will say one of the main reasons that I liked season one though is it made Nagai a better character mm. for me because by the end of season one, I feel like they had drastically altered his character. The first six or seven episodes of season one flip 180 um, by the last half of the season. The moment that we figure out that like Nagai actually has like almost a complete and total indifference for human Mm. life. Like he's almost sociopathic in season one. Mm. They, they hit on that in season two and remedy that fact for me. Uh, Kind of at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well not like halfway through even like, or three quarters of the way Mm. through you start to see a little bit more like they, they remedy the fact that Nagai's character, he almost forced himself into this mindset. Mm. um, When he realized he was an Ajin, it wasn't necessarily something that he was, he was, like the entire time or like his entire life. Like he actually has the ability to be human despite being an Ajin. And I, I feel like the season two was necessary for that. But I, I don't know. I mean. I loved how violent the show was. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm never going to get tired of watching people be impaled like through their back and held up straight into the air mm-hmm. by the Ajin while like blood explodes out of them. Yeah. There was some awesome pretty violent for sure. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like this anime toes the line of gore porn. It's pretty violent. Yeah. It's it's pretty violent. It doesn't play games. Yeah. There's a lot of killing. I mean, I'm not saying it is, but yeah, it, it yeah. toes the line for sure. Yeah. I no, mean, I when a character, and this is a season one thing, but when a character has to make a decision to kill himself in order to fix a broken leg, like you know that you've hit a new level of dark. Yeah, that's a good like, point. This is, that's fair. We got to We got to score it. Okay. All right. I feel like we didn't really talk too much about the anime itself, just the characters. Yeah, but I feel well, like the, the character—it's pretty simple show. I mean, yeah. so simple plot, simple like, it, but the way that they handled it was pretty good. It, it's a character-driven second season. We didn't for talk sure. about the human rights aspect of the show, but whatever. I I thought that this this season deserved about um, 
uh, a four little tiny tin of breath mints to avoid smoking out of five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cosmo. Is the main character the uh, the like glasses guy? Um, Cosmo's gonna give it a one. No, that's not my, true. Let me get my calculator out here. Um, I am gonna give it mm, four flying ajin out of five. You argues for an hour, that gives it a four. No, I was just expressing my point, and you fought back against it, so I had to make it even <laughs> harder. <laughs> it did get a little over the top with. with yeah, the, I was like, uh, I was just making a point. Those are the only faults I had with I, it. Was that the characters were a little unbelievable? I didn't like the end of it. Um. Would have rather had the ending sort of not continue. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that. But so otherwise, I thought the show was like freaking amazing. Uh, I'll give it. A, I'm gonna give it four and a half. Ajin mm. that you should have decapitated sooner out of five. Because show is freaking great. Mm. Like wasn't I wasn't bored for one moment in this show. Yeah, that, not that a single I will moment. Agree with. I mean, I binged the entire thing on Netflix when it came out. Yep, me and too. I don't do that for everything. Like, I, and holy shit, this anime! I don't care what you say about CG; it looks freaking great. It does. It looks great. It really, it it was pretty. I mean, screw Fate Zero. This looks better. I'm sorry, it just does. It moves mm. better. It does. It moves better. It might not look the way that you want it to look, but the animation is better. It just is. Go go watch it. Everything everything <laughs> flows like water in this show. Well, there's no like yeah. there's no like oh it skips because of everything moves really fast. Well, it's because it's CG. It's not well like so it's CG. Animated. So it's CG. We need. We, I'm just saying we need to quit bitching about the CG mm-hmm. and just embrace the fact that it look that it moves fluidly. Yeah. it moves awesome. Yeah, I thought it was. It looked great. I think you need that for a show like this. So. Fate Zero probably like it may have better cinematography. It may be a better style. It may be it might have a color palette you like better, mm-hmm. but it doesn't move. That better. is one thing I'm noticing about the CG anime is that it does tend to be like lots of grays and like blacks and browns and whites, like very. It could just muted. be the studio, and yeah, that's true. also the the atmosphere of the show itself. You it's know? also the atmosphere of real life. I mean, it is. That's fair. Plus, these, plus these anime are all—they're all like dark and violent. Like if it was all, if, if it was all like bubblegum neon blue and shit, it wouldn't be—it wouldn't fit. True. Anyway, right. so also okay, so that rounds to a four. four yeah. All right, so Ajin season two also gets a four out of five. It's a good Which show. Which is weird. I mean, Sweet. I, I thought, solid. Consistent. I thought season two was better mm. than the first season. I like—I think they both had different things that, like, I, I could see them both getting a four because it's like I liked certain aspects of the first season and certain aspects of the second. So, you know. Not bad. Needless to say, I'll be watching the third season. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, with with very with with intensity. With intensity. Yeah. All, All right. right. Shall we move on? It is yep. time for. It's time for an almighty yeah. anime mailbag. Anime. 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 Mailbag. We gotta be quick, guys. This episode is going pretty long. Oh yeah. All right. Um, if you want to leave a mailbag, go to www.aaapodcast.com. Drop us some mailbags. You can do it from the top bar on the site. It goes to our Google document, and we answer pretty much all the mailbags, although we are behind, but we always are. So who wants to go first? I will. So this uh, mailbag is from Mura Mura Mura, and they write, Do you guys know how well black guys are treated in Japan? As a black American man, I'm a little bit wary of traveling abroad because of some stereotypes and a bad experience I had in Spain and a friend had in Italy. I really don't want to plan and pay for a trip only to be refused service, stared at, and or harassed, uh, arrested uh, because I don't look like everyone else. You might get stared at. You might definitely get get stared at. You might get old ladies trying to take pictures with you. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> that was so let me, great. So, 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 so let me ask you a question, Kazuo. Yeah. Would you consider yourself 
what brown a person of color brown yeah sure brownish yeah. so brownish no a brown dude yeah, like, all right yeah. whatever I don't, I don't know i don't know what color you're brown so right. um would you do you think do you feel like you were discriminated against while you were there yes greatly <laughs> by the attractive japanese women oh my god dude no, no, not at all. I don't know all. how you didn't like make a hundred causes. There's, I don't there. speak Japanese and they don't speak English. Yes, they do. Well, they didn't speak English to I, me. You weren't on Tinder because they were speaking English. That's true. Uh, no, I wasn't discriminated against at all. Uh, mm, oh, kind of. <laughs> but but that it's not was a it's foreigner not be, thing in yeah, general. It's not because, that wasn't. Yeah, it's not because of the color of your skin. It's because you're a foreigner. Yeah. And they and like so you may go into certain like shop not shops but like bars and stuff. And if it's like a hole in the wall type place, they may not want to serve you. Because they don't speak English and they don't feel comfortable having people that only speak English in there. I mean, I did get turned. Me and a, a group of us, it was me and Ichigo Fields and Mandy, um, Chibi Rob. I think it was the four of us. And we did get turned away from uh, a couple of places. One of which I think was because it was a guys only bar. Mm-hmm. But the other was a tea house, and we got turned away. And we don't know for a fact if it had no room, but he was very much like the moment we walked in the door, he was like, oh, we don't, we don't have any room. We don't have any room. You got to go. Um, but I think that's more Japan in and of itself. Just they would rather not yeah, they just don't interact wanna, they, yeah. with foreigners. We're not. Well, it's but, not that they don't want to interact with It's that they don't want the complication yeah. of having to like try to talk and to you. That's and why I like, say uh, rather not yeah. as opposed to like they refuse. They would just, if they can avoid it, they mm. will. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's, it's but it very rare. Yeah. It won't be specifically that. for the color of your skin. It'll just be because you aren't Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there, I, I wouldn't say there's really any like kind of discrimination. As no, not, like, not you, badly. Aside from that. Have you guys had like wicked customer service shock? Jesus Christ. Back? Dude, the chilies in the airport. In Dallas, immediately you felt it immediately. Yeah, I, mean, I, I felt like I was was despised it's for like, being in their presence. It's like McDonald's in Japan. It's so has, funny has has like Ruth's Chris level. It's so funny because like surface. It makes so much sense in Japan because it's like it, the you're, so you go to a restaurant and when you walk into a restaurant, you are there to give them your money so that they may pay their bills, right? Right. So it's like if I'm a waiter at a restaurant. The person that's coming and sitting at my table is directly paying for my rent and my car payment and my my groceries. So right. I would yeah. treat them with respect and dignity and be very nice to them because they're doing uh, they're doing me a service. But Correct. when you walk into a restaurant in the states, I feel like the waiters and waitresses feel like they're doing you a service. Right. Like, yeah. You're, and it's like like they're helping it. you out and you're wasting their time. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> it's like. Japan, and what's so funny is in Japan, there's no tipping. So it's not even like they're right. trying to get more out of you. They're just doing it because that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a huge difference. It's like crazy. All right. Next mailbag comes from Lady Greybrush. Yeah. It's, what you, you book or manga or live action series would you like to see made into a movie? I'd like to see the Johannes Cables book series uh, by Jonathan by Jonathan L. Howard with J. Michael Tatum voicing the title character. Um, and it was made into an anime. Which book or book series or stuff uh, would what, we want to see made into an anime? What you book said or, a movie. What book or live action movie or series? Would you like to see made into an anime? I would do Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. Mm. Either of those I feel like would make really in- Harry Potter alone would make a really interesting anime. Just like the special effects and stuff you can do in animation that you can't do. Like, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Hmm. I think Stranger Things. 
that would be that would be because nifty. Because, because because we don't get enough sci-fi horror anime, yeah. and all the characters of Stranger Things are little kids, and so mm. it fits perfectly. I got one. Battlestar Galactica oh. would be freaking awesome as an that anime. would be sick. That would be real sick. Yeah, we don't get enough space opera type stuff either, for sure. Um, all right, next up is Yotaru Vegeta. He writes, "What human slash animal hybrid is most attractive to you, uh, and which one seems too weird?" Uh, I think cat slash dog girls seem to make sense, but uh, any kind of spider or reptile person doesn't look like that would be a great relationship. I mean, I don't know. The mosquito girl from One Punch Man mm, was pretty true. hot. I was all about that. That's a good <laughs> point. The mosquito girl, I was immediately in love. That's I was a like, solid oh choice. God, mosquito girl. Um, she, wasn't she a, was she a mosquito? Yeah, yeah, she was. Mosquito. Yeah. I was all about that. I would probably, I mean, I'm still like, fo- oh, fox girl. Fox girl. Yes. I am all fox girls. Done. I pick one. mine. Spice Kitsune. And, Spice and Wolf, man. Mm. Yeah, that's Done. a good one. My that's dude. my favorite. My dude. My dude. Spice and Wolf. My dude. Bruh. Bruh. Spice you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say one that I don't think is all that attractive, like mermaids. I've never. I don't. Like, how I'm do you, not down with mermaids because they're how for do you one. Screw a it's very fishy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> It's like, ah, uh, it's going to smell like fish. I don't know if I don't want that. And there's all salt water, so you're going to get like salty all over your junk. It's like, this is not good. Yeah, no, I'm not. So that's my... That's Snakes. My, yeah, nah. Um, I love cat girls. I like pixies. Um, like, do demon girls count? Demon girls, um, yeah. I, 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 they, they said human-animal hybrid. Mm. So a demon's not really an animal, but yeah, demon girls, obviously. Uh, I've, got, I've got the instant win. Anything what? with wings on the Chitara from Thundercats. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, Ch- Chitara's hot. I mean, I think we can all agree. I it, it becomes too much for me when they start making their skin like covered with feathers or yeah. scales. It's yeah, it's a little You can give them all weird. you can give them all the accessories you want. Give them horns, give them wings, give mm. them tails, give them claws, whatever. But 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 when you start making their skin like harpy feathers and shit, yeah. I, I'm out. Like the the dragon dragon maid Sama or whatever that anime that's going on right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean she's cute, but I just that tail. Mm. I'm just not digging it. No. Like giant reptile tail, and then she also does like cut it off and serve it as food. And and I'm like that's I'm a little not into that at all. Thanks though. So all right, <laughs> my mother just texted me and she said raditz. I'm tempted to call her in to the show and be like, tell me how much you love raditz. <laughs> wonder if I can do this. That'd be funny. Well, while you do that. Kazuo, give me your phone. What? Give me your phone here. Okay. I'm going to call my mother. All right, on, so on while we do phone? that, we have a one from Icy Rose. How, how do I, dial, how, well, how do I get into your phone? First off, I have to unlock it with my fingerprint. Yeah, unlock that phone here. Oh my unlock God, that phone. And then, uh, I thought you said that our podcast dialer. episode was going on too long. Yeah, whatever. There you go. <laughs> People want this, so. All right, so uh, we have a mailbag from Icy Rose. Should I go ahead and read that? Sure, go ahead. So, no, you might as well just wait. Okay, good Here we Lord. go. I'm going to turn this up here. How do I turn this shit up? I don't know if that's loud enough. Oh, she's not answering. Hang you up coward. before it says her number. Uh, you, you coward. You coward. Oh, my gosh. It's all right, all right, Betsy. You didn't have to answer. I tried, damn it. Now I have your mom's number. Okay, well, good for you. <laughs> all right. Next mailbag. Uh, Kimiko, you want to read all that right, one? All right, so the Icy Rose writes, uh, hello again, AAA crew. The Icy Rose. Oh, the, uh, the Icy Rose. <laughs> oh, Icy Rose, Icy should, Rose should know better than to leave us a novel of a mailbag. 
but I'm going to read it anyway. Mitsuki has mentioned frequently how mobile gaming has more or less taken over the handheld market, and with the Vita or Vita Vita falling Vita. outside Japan and Nintendo seemingly Failing. combining their handheld and home console markets with the Switch, I am inclined to agree. However, most of the mobile games I've seen are usually built for short gaming sessions, and I haven't seen anything that is a major time sink like Pokemon, excluding Go or, Expo- or Go, whatever, or Monster Hunter, which both have bigger successes on the handheld market than the console one. So my question. Oh, she's calling. Yeah. Oh, good. good she decided not to, not not to click the green button. I know how it works. Hey, what's up? You're on the podcast. Yeah, give give me Raditz. Yeah. So <laughs> so, what is it about Raditz that you love so much exactly? His hair and his tail. His hair and his tail. Yeah, yeah. Ta- you gotta talk loud for me. What what? If you and Raditz, oh, oh God, comes, oh my God! If you and Raditz were alone together, oh no! In like yeah. a, That's creepy. in like a, in like a house, what, <laughs> I'm out. What would you, what, what would you, how would you approach Raditz? What would you do? How would I approach him? Yeah, like what, yeah, uh, What's your, what's your pickup how line? How would you seduce Raditz? I don't know. Well, gee, I don't know. I just start brushing his hair first. <laughs> That's brushing his long silk. <laughs> do you, ever, do you remember what color Raditz's hair is? Black. Yeah. Okay. Black. Yeah. So, so, so you'd brush his hair, and then what would you do? What's wrong with you? <laughs> this is your mother you're talking to. It doesn't um, matter. It doesn't matter what your name is. Oh God. Oh no. Oh, I don't know. I, I really don't know what I'd do. He's so big, but I know I'd want to brush his hair and sing him to sleep. All right. Well, thanks for calling into the podcast. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye bye. You've got issues. Whatever. So many issues. Yeah, that's how you uh, quality content. So, um, however, most of the mobile games I've seen <laughs> are usually literally built for short gaming. <laughs> <clears throat> Finish reading the mailbag. I'm losing my voice. All right. So my question is, what do you think would happen to those types of handheld games? Would they eventually shift to a mobile market or be forced to become console games since they don't seem to fit the usual mobile game market in their current forms? Huh? <laughs> I think you're already seeing this happen. Pokemon Go, Fire Emblem, Mario, Final Fantasy, etc. Those are all on mobile platforms. So you're already seeing this. Especially, especially Nintendo is starting to put a lot of their crap on mobile. Which is a surprising detraction from, from from Nintendo because they seem to be the worst at anything to do with the internet. But people like quick gaming sessions on smartphones. So because when you're on the go, you don't really have a lot of time to play a game for an hour and a half. So it makes a lot of sense for these games to be like, you know, to allow you to play for short bursts. Mm. So all right, whatever. Okay. Last mailbag. Not me. I can't read it. I'm losing my voice. Comes from the Viva Lejady. And it says, I just finished prison school, and man, what an experience that man, was. Man, are my arms tired. Uh, I my know hand, it was. Man, are my hands tired. Ew. My, <laughs> my forearms tired. Yeah. Uh, Stop it. Should be quiet and eat your bacon. I know it was incredibly etchy, and usually I'm not into that kind of thing, but for some reason I enjoyed it. My question is, are there any etchy shows that you have or that have a plot you could suggest checking out yes the answer is shimonetta <laughs> shimonetta <laughs> that show is so ridiculous 
Um, I think High School of the Dead is really fun. Agreed. Mm. And I think Golden Boy is really funny. And there's some hot chicks in there. Golden Boy is really funny. Those are all etchy, for sure. Mm. Golden Boy is probably the most etchy. Maybe not. Mm, No. High School of the Dead is like super etchy. Yeah, I guess. It's zombies and boobs. Basically. It's pretty good. I don't know. I can't understand why they didn't make more High School of the Dead. I don't know. Like, you would think that could just go on forever, but instead, 12 episodes. Okay. Yeah, I picked Shimonetta because it's etchy, but it knows it is, and that's the whole joke, is how ridiculous it is. So, yeah. All right. Get us out of here. On that note, let's let's blow this popsicle stand. Yeah. Um, of course, thank you so much for everybody who watched us live. We appreciate it. It's good to be back. Um, you can catch us again next time, Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. We do a hentai episode now. We're going to do a hentai episode now, and if you want to listen to that hentai episode, you can head over to aaapodcast.com. Talk about my Tinder date. And sign up for that additional podcast content, the hentai episodes, hobby addicts, uh, after parties, etc. Uh, of course, you can also find us on Twitter at aaapodcast, at aaakimiko, and at aaakazuo, or on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash animeaddictsanonymouspodcast, or the group page, which has... Hundreds of people that you yeah, can like hang out 600 with. 600 now or something. Yeah, yeah, almost 700, I think we're coming up to. Um, which is facebook.com slash groups slash AAA podcast. Come hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. Uh, thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time. You guys are the best. Bye. <laughs>